106.9. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Christmas steadily approaching. We have the Stansberry Show stocking stuffers for you this morning. Starting at 6 a.m. is Donato's. $50 gift card, good for Donato's. I'm joined this morning, every weekday morning, as per usual, by Matthew Fantone. How are you? Uh, good, man. Visions of Donato's just floating through my head right now. Right before we went on the air, Stansberry's talking about, like, dude, Donato's, they always eat that pepperoni so crispy. It's very important with the salted uh, cured meats to crisp them up. They get more delicious when you crisp them up just a little bit, and Donato's does a fantastic job with that. That's a fact right there. So, no, man, honestly, I'm thinking about Donato's right now. You got me a, got me a little bit with pizza on the brain. I haven't had breakfast yet, either. I could, uh... Not like I couldn't do it every day, but I could, yeah, I could actually go for it. Uh, you know, though, pizza's on the no-no list for me right now. Stansberry in the uh, shut-it-down mode, huh? Uh, just, you know what I mean? Like a little hybrid of the shut-it-down. You know Christmas is right around the corner, so you know you're going to get together. There's going to be cookies and brownies and all this stuff, you know, you know, with friends and family, that whole thing. But, like, I, uh, do pizza is the food that breaks me. Okay. Like, if I'm trying to eat a little bit decently and, I, like, I... I I could eat like a fast food cheeseburger and I'm like, okay, all right, that's, I, I wanted a cheat meal. There it is. I've had it. And I don't love those enough for that to like knock me off the plan. Like pizza, though, also the problem is I live alone. So if I order it, even I can't eat the entire thing once. So now that's two now like huge cheat meals that I've had. And so like you wake up the next day, you're like, all right, well, dude, I already had like a sheet pizza from, you know, wherever yesterday. I might as well eat today. And then that turns into two days. And that turns into three. Yeah, dude, it's a snowball, Just man. eating sheet pizzas. Good Lord, man. <laughs> good, good, good Lord, well, man. You never get all the way home with it, but you try to eat it. Yeah. Is that going to be the New Year's resolution 2017? A, fit, a, new, a new fit stands, Mary? No. Is that the goal? No. 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 I have a New Year's resolution. Okay. Um, A, a little lightweight one. Um, we're not going to. I, I this is terrible radio. I apologize to to bring you to uh, to bring something up and not to pay off. I apologize, but it is. I believe that uh, you know people talking outwardly about these the, the things can, uh, especially before they try to do them, is what can knock them ah. off. Is what can knock them off. And um, I'm interested to see if I can do something. I've set a goal, and you know what? I have another one that I will tell you. I've set a personal goal. I'm not going to get into that one, but I've set a golf goal a little bit. I'm not going to give you the score, but I set a score. On and my buddy, our buddy, our good friend Dustin, who listens to the program every day, said, "Don't do this. You're going to ruin it." But I set a scoring goal out at the Pines in Orville on the front nine that I want to hit, and I have told myself in my brain that if I don't hit it at least once, I don't even have to consistently hit it. I just have to hit it once, and I'm giving myself all the time in the world to do it till Halloween next year. If I don't hit it once, I'm putting the clubs on eBay and I'm calling it. Wow, we're done. Wow, and we're done. I feel like I've spent enough time. Enough energy. I was out at the driving range yesterday. I was out at Skyland yesterday in their range. I was hitting the ball well. I'm not, you know what I mean? I was, I was striking the ball well. And that's why I feel like I feel like I, the goal I've set is realistic. It could totally be hit. I've flirted with it before. That's why I know it's well within my playing range to do it. I've flirted with it before, especially on this front nine about where I'm talking about doing it. And if I don't hit it, if I don't do it at least once by Halloween, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put the clubs up on eBay and call it like. That's it. Oh, you can't pretty sure it. If you're gonna, if you know what I mean, if you're gonna put these stipulations on yourself, you See, gotta I didn't be, even know we were going here, and now, now, now you're you put me in cement in it. I didn't either. But if you're gonna put stipulations on yourself like this, you gotta be you gotta be firm with it because if you don't, what's the purpose of doing it's, this? It, here's what I would say, I, and I'm not gonna get into the score, but it's like a, it's about five strokes away from like the best score I've ever shot there. Wow. So like I gotta five shave on the, nine, not five on eighteen. No, five on nine, yeah, right? Oof. I gotta find five strokes on nine Oof. holes. Uh, over like the best nine holes I've had there, but I feel like it's like I said I've been close. It's it it's within my ability. 
it's hard. Like, I've set a very hard goal, but that's it. Like, I want to put the pressure on myself. Like, bro, you've been kind of like toes in, toes out with this for a while now. Like, bear down and get it. I read this article the other day, and I shouldn't have done this. It was like, how to learn how to do anything in 20, in, in 20 hours, right? And it was like, you spend 45 minutes on something every day for a month, and you should have it. You should know how to do it. Now, they go in about how all, you know, all subjects take a little bit more time than that, but you can get a fundamental knowledge of something in 45 minutes a day for an entire, like, it's like 20 hours is like the math of it. You're not going to be a master, but yeah, I mean, obviously putting, working knowledge. putting practice right. into something, uh, you know, is going to pay off in the end. So that's the goals. That's why I've been, that's actually why I've been at Skyland a lot lately in their, uh, in their driving range in, in the cold weather, because I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to do it. Interesting, uh, interesting uh, predicament that you kind of set yourself in there where obviously something that you care very much about golf you know to put that as the as the incentive as, as like the hey I'm gonna hang this up if I don't do this dude that's a pretty serious thing so yeah. I, I mean I, obviously this is a goal of yours that you feel like is worthy and something that you want to put your time into I, I, I think that's you know interesting I watch I'm, amateur golf on TV though I'm not sure I could hold out but we'll see well and I, I guess you have a little bit of faith in yourself there too then obviously if you if you would put that stipulation on yourself obviously this is a goal you think you it's within hit. my playing ability. It's um, hard. It's at the very high end of what my playing ability would be. But again, all the way up until Halloween next year, I my game should improve. If I stay on my, what my plans are, my game should take a leap. I wonder what's more successful when you put a stipulation like that on yourself. Because I've heard of that kind of before. I remember I read something who was uh, it was a person who was deciding to quit smoking, and they said, "If I smoke another cigarette ever again, I have to donate an entire paycheck to the." KKK. This was like a, I think it was, a, it was a black dude or something like that, and he was very like, if I do this... Oh, see, I think the pressure of that would make me break. If I do this, then I'm donating an entire paycheck to an organization that I, I vi- vehemently disagree with. So to do that, and, and, and to kind of put like an, you know something like that on there, and it's also comparable to people who, you'll see it on social media all the time, people who start a new diet or a workout plan or a new hobby or anything, really, and they start posting about it, like, hey, I want you to keep me accountable. There's a chick in this building who posts on social media all the time about her weight loss right. because she's like if you see me eating cookies say something to me say you know like hold me accountable hold me you ah, know I've seen enough HR well, videos to know that's not a good idea well whether it's someone you work with or somebody in your life or no, something like that I know like what you that. mean yeah so so I've done that with weight loss things before all those different kinds of like hey this is how I hold myself accountable I just wonder which one of those really is the most you know which one are, are you most likely to find success with I don't know I mean, because when I quit smoking, I was very vocal about it online. Right. Because I, I, because I, what you don't want is to be able to hide. You don't want to be able to smoke cigarettes when right. and uh, people go, wait a minute. Ah. You want people kind of like holding you accountable. And, you know, I realized that even though I wasn't on the air at that point, you still, with social media, you're still kind of in the public eye a little right. bit and people kind of look to you. And, you know what I mean? And there's, you know, I, I've had a couple of guys who were like, you know what, man, my kids heard about you doing it and they kind of put pressure on me and I quit smoking cigarettes. So that was like, you know, that kind of helps, you know, keep that, which by the way, January 20th will be. Four years wow. since I've had a cigarette. Wow, four, three, four years. Three years and 11 months today, buddy. Nice. That's, uh, that's, that's what you're looking at right now. Nice. There you go. Dude, we've been... Wow, it's been... I mean, dude, I quit when I was... Maybe I, is my math wrong? Because I quit when I was still in Oregon. We And you quit while I was... While I, quit, we, I quit on this show. Right. Yeah, I quit on this show. Wow, okay. my Am I going on five years? 
Dear God, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to figure it out. I'll have to go back and look at the year. Take of that off one. the socks and shoes. Start counting digits. <laughs> start counting digits. I don't know, but yeah, I quit a lot. Well, there you go. I quit so long ago. I hardly. I, I now. You know, people ask, "Do you still want to smoke?" Yes, a lot. Sometimes, sometimes every day of the week. Now, sometimes not for two weeks on end, but like there are there are weeks where it's like, yes, I want one right now. That's an accomplishment in itself, doing something so long you don't remember how long it's been. For sure. It's like when, uh, when your it's kid... It's like when you forget paydays coming at work. It's like, oh, okay, I'm doing all right. Right. It's when your kid gets over a certain age where it's you stop counting in months. It's like, yeah, I think my kid's like three, four, or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's a significant accomplishment there, Sainsbury. So Christmas right around the uh, corner. Thank you for that. Uh, Christmas right around the corner. And there has been a Christmas, um, well, I don't want to call it a tragedy, but... Uh, <sighs> A Christmas crime that has taken place in our building. The Christmas crimes. There's, there, there's a crime that has taken place in our building. And I don't even know what the hell people are talking about. But I got this email. And it's from our HR person, Ms. Uh, Michelle, who's like one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your entire life. She's so nice. And uh, the email goes, if anyone has seen the Christmas elves, please let us know where they are or return them to the mailboxes. Were the, did they put like little elves in like our mailbox? Like uh, no, here's what happened, or here's what I saw. Um, so you know how there's like elf on a shelf. You know I didn't that's know about thing? that thing till last year, but it's like yeah, you put a little elf near where your kids play, and he, he's supposed to be like watching your kids and reporting back to Santa, right? That's elf on a shelf. Yeah, I think we had like the generic version of elf on the shelves. There well, was we two would, of them. yeah, we would. There was two of them, and they like like the HR lady and like one of the women that work in traffic, and like I don't know one of the other ladies that like you know decorate stuff here or whatever. They all like put them in like funny situations like one was underneath the the paper cutter and okay. the other one was like holding okay the thing. all right all right all so right. so they like you know put those around and took some pictures or whatever and i don't know when they disappeared but somewhere along the line over the past week they've come up missing now i don't care about these elves at all are being no. returned but somebody else in the building responded to this email and he's a newer employee here now, he is technically a member of management, but he doesn't oversee, like, he's not management for you and I, but he is management in the building. And he hasn't figured out yet that you don't go around the boss. Our boss hates to be, hates when you go around him. He literally, my boss once said to me when we first started this job, he said to me, there are to be no meetings that I'm not in. And Fantone and I laughed because we thought for sure he's kidding because who says something like that seriously, Donald? And like, But that's what he said. There are to be no meetings that I'm not in. And I, we really didn't understand that. We thought he was kidding. We ended up having a meeting when he went here, flipped out. It was like, I told you guys. He does not like to be going around. So this person responds. He says, I'm sure blank agrees. That's our boss. This is unacceptable capitalized return them anonymously if need be asap capitalized again bro he's not gonna like you going around him and flexing your almost management muscles around him he's not gonna like it i warned dude i told I, i've known this guy for 15 years since i since we both worked at the other place and i told him when he got when he got here i was like bro you don't understand this dude i know you think you do because you've been friends with him on facebook for five years but i'm telling you you don't get this dude you can't do this stuff to him. Secretly, he carries it around. He's going to yell at me about it. And sure enough, I guarantee you, we'll be walking around the hallway today, and he'll want to like let the steam out. 
about that email, and he'll, he'll feed it into me. Maybe not now that I'm talking about it and airing our, our dirty laundry in front of uh, the public. He doesn't like when you do that either. <laughs> so I guess if I'm not going to listen, why should this other guy? Well, we got a couple things going on here. Okay. Uh, first of all, like, who would steal something like that? Right. I agree that, like, whatever, it's stupid. We're adults. We're at work. We probably shouldn't be spending all day, like, setting up. Dressing up elves. the building. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I agree. Like, I get the but, lobby because that's for people who come to pick things up that they want or, like, you know, you're meeting clients or whatever. It's like, you, you, you got to do a little bit of that so I it even, looks like you're aware. I even understand a little bit of, like, hey, around the, you know, hey, there's a wreath and there's, but, you know, a little bit of, of, of Christmas cheer is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's but probably like, all right. But when we're spending hours of our days, you know, Setting elves up in funny predicaments. I, I'm a little head scratcher there, but why would somebody take this? Like, if you took it, if you took it and you set up like a funny ransom note, okay, you're playing along and like you're a part of it, and like I guess maybe there. But like somebody genuinely decided, and there's Christmas decorations all over this place right now. Yeah. Somebody genuinely decided I'm taking these, and like what kind of a psychopath are you? Like who's who's doing something? Okay, well like I don't that? know if a psychopath level. But why? But, but why would you? You're doing that to intentionally hurt somebody. You're doing that to intentionally be like, haha, the people who are doing this are stupid. It's not. Like they just took like a a, a a a wreath off of the door, I just, dude. Here's the thing: I can't put my finger on who it would be. I'm telling you, suspects number one and two. Us? Us, dude. No. Us. Why? Us. Because we didn't come to the Christmas party. We're sitting here talking about how all oh, Christmas stuff is stupid and you guys are wasting your time doing this. We should be out there selling oh, well, stuff. You took us there. Well, but nonetheless, I mean, it's us, dude. It's and, and, and guilty by association with each other. See, what I don't like about that is, is that that's not us. That's me. Like, when it comes to something like that, they wouldn't think that was, like, me and you tandem bicycling doing it together. They would be like, ah, oh, well, Stansbury's the dick, so he's the one that did it. And I didn't. I don't care enough to knock him off the shelf. I didn't. Dude, here's, I don't even go to my mailbox. I know there's nothing in it. What's in there? The depressing paste up from the check that I almost get? That's what's in there? Merry Christmas. <laughs> I don't even go to the mailboxes. The only thing that's ever in my mailbox here is, like, an issue of Rolling Stone. Because somebody still thinks that you use magazines to do show prep for radio shows. I don't know why. I don't. I may thumb through it as I'm dumping out here occasionally looking at the pictures. Oh, look. Jimi Hendrix. But, like, that's the only thing that's in my mind. So you think we're on the hook for this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm here's the problem you right with now. that. Then we got to find them. Because the email says, return them anonymously if need be. Why would anybody need to return the elves anonymously? <laughs> It's not a car. This isn't Grand Theft Auto. The Stansberry Show Detective Agency. Stansberry Dude, maybe stop, on the case. Maybe stop breaking your keyboard <laughs> with your typing skills all afternoon and take a stroll around the building and find them. But we didn't do this. See, dude, this is what worries me, though, man, because this is the kind of stuff. This is, I mean, you, you now, Canton, you're going to think I'm overreacting. <laughs> well, he's never been known to go too far before. But I, I, you're going to think I'm overreacting. But this is the kind of stuff that gets you fired at work. You don't think it is, but it totally is. Right? Next thing you know, there's like six people saying around the Coke machine, well, yeah, Michelle kind of sucks. You think? Well, I mean, she stole the elves. Let's like, you know what I mean? It's like next thing you know, now people are talking bad about you. Next year, budget time comes, bam, you're out. You stole the elves, you're out. We didn't go to the Christmas party. We didn't bring dude, anything. Quit highlighting party. it. I'm just saying, dude, we are on the usual suspects list right now.
We're going to have to stand there holding our numbers up. Turn Nor- to the side, please. Normally, I would argue with you. Normally, I would, because I'd be like, nah, they know it's better than that. But here's my problem. I can't finger who it would be. Yeah, there's no, no, there's nobody else who would... I mean, like I said, you have to be some kind of a psychopath. Nobody's doing this in a joking sense anymore. I know who it is. I got it. Now, this is kind of jovial. I could call this person out over this, right? If, and then I have no evidence to support the fact that I think that th- this person did it. So I could kind of... All right, yeah, you know what? Disclaimer. I have no evidence that this person stole the elves from the mailboxes. But you're going to make a wild accusation. But I'm going to anyway. make a wild, but dude, but I'm going to download it for you. Yeah, I'm going to make a wild accusation. Okay. I think it was. I think it was Engineer Grant. He seems curmudgeonly enough to hate Christmas. But why would you just? Although he's that? pals with all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like he buddies up with all of them. We're the only ones that nobody likes. That's what I'm saying. Were we set up? Are they in Scott's office? He sent, out, he sent out the email to set us up. Framed. Because he would, too. He's totally a snitch like that. But we didn't do it. I'm worried. Are you guys worried we don't have a show planned? <laughs> is, that what, is, that what, is that what you guys are worried about? All right, I, uh, we do have a Donato's gift card uh, for you. Good for up to, uh, for $50. Yeah. With the Sansbury Show stocking stuffers uh, at 7 o'clock, you'll get hooked up with TD's tailgate. This is Donato's, however. Uh, call her 15-1-800-243-7625. And, uh, well, the Electoral College has uh, casted their votes, and we have uh, we have a president, like, officially. So uh, we'll get into that next on the Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You know, I had... Uh, I had loosely made plans to maybe go to Los Angeles for Christmas and um, messaging back and forth with my friend I was supposed to meet out there. And we've decided now that Christmas isn't going to work. Flights were too much money. We just were waiting too far into the last minute to like book those plans. But it sounds like what we're going to do is we're actually going to make like a real plan and plan a Los Angeles trip for late May right after both of our birthdays. So it sounds like, dude, I'm already uh, planning my summer vacation. Sounds nice. like uh, sounds like I'm going to Los Angeles. Nice. Middle of next year, which would be good. Uh, if you were listening to when we started the program, there have been somebody in the building has stolen missing like these little elf on the shelf type things that were like in our mailboxes. And like there's been emails sent around about it about, oh, you know, you return them anonymously. Which, dude, we work for the biggest media company on the face of the planet, and our company inboxes are now being cluttered with elf on the shelf drama. Well, not only that, but it's like, bro, what are you getting so muscled up for? What are you going to break my kneecaps over elf on the shelf? This is a corporate America. What are you going to do? You can't fire me over it. I know that. And B, A, because I didn't do it. And B, you're not getting physical. So, dude. Walk back, you're 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 tough guy. I mean, dude, this is a guy I could pick up with one hand and move you wherever I want. Don't get don't get don't puff out your chest, bro. Like, don't. But I'm with you. I think we are going to have this slung around our neck. People are going to blame us so much so that during the break, I went down and got a cup of coffee and I swung by like my cubicle and mm-hmm. I opened all my desk drawers and I opened all the cabinets to make sure nobody was like, well, I'll just hide him in here. Stands where will get blamed and that's how we get him out of here. Are we getting framed right now? I mean, is that a real possibility? I mean, we do enough to get fired on our own. Like, how do you gotta try? I mean, I stand by my statement of who would take that just because. It's not like it's not like something went missing. Like, oh, I think you're underestimating how crappy people really are, and some people. And I think somebody took it because they wanted it for their house. Really? 
I mean, this yes. wasn't. It's not like a high quality product. Like I said, these are like generic elves on the shelves. It's not even the real thing. There's a real thing. Like there's well, a patented yeah. like elf. Yeah, there's like its own thing. Like it's its own. Like hey, this and is, he looks like this way. This is yeah. This is like it's like the, oh, I didn't know that. Well, it's like the GI Joe versus the GI Jim. You know what I mean? Like we just had like two generic ass elves. Yeah, I remember the neighbor who had the the GI Jim. You felt bad for that kid. Dude, I'm I'm thinking we're getting framed right now. I feel like there's a Christmas caper at foot, and we're gonna have to do some sleuthing, and we're gonna have to figure this bitch out. I blame Keith Kennedy. That's a good guess. He's a curmudgeon, and he might be the one setting us up. I dude, I think he would do it, and he would do it to mess with us. He knows how the he knows how the how the world works. He knows that those people who who were behind this are going to accuse us. So he does it. He's all not that one, baby. KDD, he's innocent. So he's just gonna be like, no, Christmas is my favorite. And dude, he's gonna get away with this, and we're gonna get blamed. Year end review. We're gonna be sitting around with the big boss. The, the regional's gonna come down. He's gonna be like, hey, heard you two stole the elves. We're gonna, dude. Bad news for us. Are we just going to be sitting there in our chairs with a copy of the ratings being all good and be like, but, 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 but where are the elves? Where are those? It's a bright light in our face. I understand you two morons on like, a, on a, like a paper root salary pulled this radio station from obscurity. We understand that. We don't care. Did you steal the elves? We didn't though. We didn't. I swear to God, I was. I had nothing to do. I with don't this. care enough about anybody in this building to do that to you. What am I going to do with elves? What am I going to do? I'm not 13. So, it's not like I like kicked the nativity set over. Like, oh, I just ruined everybody's Christmas because I'm 13 and I don't know how to express my anger properly. I'm a 40 year old man. I'm not going to steal elf on the shelf. I don't care about this. I don't even have a girlfriend at home to be like, oh, look, I brought this home from work for you. I don't. I mean, what do I? the hell am I going to do with the elves? What the hell am I going to do with them? If I find out it's the guy who sent out the email, I swear to God, I think it should get to be. Honestly, that's what I want for Christmas. I want Fight Club. I want iHeart I want, I want I Media. I want iHeart Radio, Akron Canton, Fight Club. Can I have, do? can I get Fight Club? I know I'm not supposed to talk about it. I'm breaking the first, you know, one and two rules of it, but that's what I want. iHeart Radio, Fight Club. I worry about this man because they're not. We're not going to get blamed. I'm going to get blamed because I'm the kind of the guy that's like, "Do you hate everything?" Name on the door too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what happens when we're both guilty by association? You're always guilty. Yeah. Here. You man, are. I remember being innocent all the time. It was yeah. awesome. What even do you though, want me to do? I can't control it. Even I was the one that was driving <laughs> everything that got us all in trouble. Yeah. 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 You're good at that the way I was too. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. It does it sucks. All right, I'm annoyed with the world, um, and uh, I'm annoyed with the uh, with social media the way I normally am, and I'm very excited about my vacation for one reason of it. Uh, we kind of teased this before, and I apologize. We will get into it next on the Sainsbury Show. Sainsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sainsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. You know what's coming up at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. Uh, I know it's Blackstone Cherry and DJ Earworm. Do I have that right? Correct. And what does he do? He does like a mashup of like all the best pop songs of like the year or whatever? Yeah, and he does it every year. They're always all over the, uh, it's the end of the year, New Year's Eve party. And DJ Earworm's usually the guy who's, uh, who's the soundtrack to that. 
Wow. Am I going to want to fast forward button through that? <laughs> no, dude, it'll be your girl Adele. She'll be heavy in there. Taylor Swift will be in there. I'll stay well, in my favorites. Buddy. I don't know if you've seen Adele, but Adele pretty much stays heavy. That's the way that one works. Oh, and Garth Brooks is part of New Tour Tuesday today. Long time now. Come yeah, on. Ugly Sweater Song is. Uh, we're gonna do a little Christmas version, obviously, since the holiday coming up on Sunday. You know what? I can say Christmas now because Donald Trump's president. I don't have to say holiday. Uh, I can say Christmas. There ain't no war. War's been fought. It's been won. Yeah, it's Christmas, bitch. We were That's do- the way it goes. We were doing good for a while, but no, Trump's in office. Trump Nation has uh, has is upon us and. I guess that argument's over. I understand that people that uh, that bitch about things are as annoying uh, as people that are doing the thing these days. I get it. It's like people who bitch about people bitching about this now are just as annoying. Okay. But I, the amount of electoral college experts that found their way to my Facebook timeline last night uh. was just like annoying. It's annoying. And I said this, and this is simply what I said. I said these posts are obnoxious and that if it were the other way and your candidate was to lose in the other system, you'd be talking about how New York and California should not decide the presidency alone and nor should they. But that's what you would have been saying because you're unhappy with who won. And I said, I feel like a shoot. Now, this isn't fact. I feel like part of the reason, part of the reason she lost, Hillary Clinton lost, is that towards the end of it was doing too much talking about why he'd be bad and not enough about why she'd be good. In my opinion, that felt like the narrative. Okay. And she ended up losing. So I I, I don't think it's crazy to say that my estimation is is like on point, at least somewhat. But we don't want to, and, and, and I even said at the end of the post, that it's coming from somebody who voted for her. I voted for Hillary Clinton. I lost here too. Okay? Now, you know who else is annoying? The, you lost, get over it. You lost, get over it. That's not the way the country works. You know better than that. It's politics. It's debate. It's what it's supposed to be is a back and forth between people who disagree. So we find the middle ground and try to figure out how to best serve everybody. There is no you lost, get over it. Easy button. That's not the way that works. But it was so obnoxious yesterday because it's like, do you do you know about this? Not that, I mean, that would be a bad system where you're not allowed to post about anything unless you know everything there is to know about it. That'd be a bad system, too. I get it. But it just got to the point where I couldn't. It made you know what it really made me do. It made me really want to fast forward this week and get to vacation because I'm just not going to pay attention to like I'm only on these things because my job kind of requires it. Like I really at this point I think most of you when I read what's online you just piss me off mostly and I think if if my job didn't require it I'd be like you know what I'm out on this. And like I played golf the other day with my buddy Tyler and he is not on Facebook, he's not on Twitter, he's not on Instagram, he's not and do most of that round I asked him I was like, "Dude, what's that like, man?" <laughs> like that's got to feel great, right? It's got to be weird, right? I mean, like what do you do when you're bored? What do you do when you're standing there in line bored? What do you do? Well, he's muscular. I think it's workout is uh, what he does. Just drops and yeah. does some push-ups. Dude, Tyler, dude, he's in the, uh, that kid's in shape. 
All right. Well, uh, shirtless Tyler, we'll talk about him later, I guess. But I'm gonna think about it now. Um, as far as 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 what you're saying about social media, of, it's, of it's, course, it's annoying. 100 correct, dude. And and, and I think what the pro- part of the problem is here is people are getting conversations kind of like muddled together. Okay, where what do you mean? Where like you know you bring up the fact of of people who are like, well, dude, if the electoral college would just vote for anybody else, things would be different. That's not the way it, it's going to happen. Number one, didn't happen. Number two. Right. And number three, not the way that it should have happened. When this all started, you knew the rules that were in front of you. Right. And the key to victory was 270 electoral votes. So for to, to try to encourage the Electoral College to not vote for Donald Trump undermines the entire process. It does. Now, having said that, for me, I will say... In my opinion, in the future, we should go to popular okay. vote. See, but but when when I say that, all of a sudden it turns into get over it, get over it. No, I'm not. That's not. I'm not trying to make Hillary Clinton president. I'm not trying to take it away from Donald Trump. I'm saying in the future, this is what we should be moving towards. I am for examination. I am for self-examination. I am for looking in the mirror and trying to figure out if what what our role in this was. And when we're talking about the election, that's the collective mirror. That's all of us. And so, am I open to the idea of looking into how, to voting in a president different? Yes, because we're evolutionary creatures and everything shall evolve. And at some point, we will do this. It's not what we're, it's not what we're currently doing and everybody kind of knows that, yet everybody wants to bitch about it. But it, now... And I'm asking because I don't totally know, okay? But I would assume that the reason we went to the Electoral College was to more fairly represent everybody in the best system available at that time, right? Because minorities weren't being heard. Well, it's not necessarily just minorities. It's 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 less populated states, See, and you have to remember right. that when this all came to be, there wasn't the internet. There wasn't any way to. If you made a speech in New York and you just said, "Listen, New York," you could go to New York and L.A. and win the election, right. Based on numbers alone, because you could go there and you could say, "Listen, I won't even worry about any other states. All I'm going to do is, is every resource I'm is the coming New York to you. President. Every resource, everything, everything in my you presidency. Lie. You could lie, but you can't do that anymore because now you would see that on CNN and everybody would be like wait a second like so so it's a very old system for a, for a time when you, you know the, when, when railroads weren't invented so like for people to for people to say that well California and New York shouldn't decide elections and it's like well the American people should you can't I, you, you're taking voting power away from even Republicans in California right. and, and, and Republicans where, in New York where, where there are more than people think and you are giving that power to smaller states dude one person one vote one person one vote I like I said I'm for Examination. I we're evolutionary creatures. Everything shall evolve. I'm for that. Okay. I can tell you, I'm hesitant because I worry what we will do is really screw it up. I feel like there's that we have the ability to find a really good way on how to do this. To be fair, I'm worried we won't. People act like everybody in New York votes the same way. Not true. No. Everybody in Texas does not vote the same way. No. Everybody in California does not vote the same way. I don't care where you are. They're not all voting the same way. Give give the power to the people of the country, the citizens of the country, not, not, hey, well, because you're in a smaller state, your vote counts for more. Because that's what happens. I just, you know what I think this is? You know why I think people are so mad about it? Is because he won the way you didn't think he could. You, before the election, people were worried that he was going to win the popular vote and lose electoral college and liberals were kind of very like well he'll never win this way 
and he did win that way, and now you're mad about it. Like, it seemed to me like a lot of liberals were very excited about the fact that they had an electoral college vote because it was Donald Trump, and he'll never be able to win that way. And then the moment he won that way, now they hate that system. And so it's a little hypocritical. I'm not saying it's the right system, and I'm not saying we shouldn't look into a new one, because I, I like you, I like advancement. Let's try to be the best of what we can be. Let's try to advance. I'm for that. I just can't wait for him to be president now. Like, I can't wait for, for, for the middle of January once it's official and enough with the, well, one last ditch effort to stop him. No, you can't. You can't. I'm surprised. Can I, uh, you know, I know I'm kind of up against my clock, but I'm a little bit shocked that because I've been saying all along I felt like somebody was going to pull something, and I was a little surprised yesterday. I was. I was a little surprised. It just, it, it, it just, it, it, there's going to have to be a point you have to accept it as fact, and that is now. Like, there is no more last kind of, effort. Kind of been that way for a little while. But yeah, th- th- today is like the, the, the finish selling, line of that. Quit selling yourself the lie, dude. Figure out how you're going to make it better. There's no more turning it back now. You can't go what back. What I would time. do is make sure, figure it out and make sure you don't lose four years from now. Because you thought you had it sewn up and in the bag. So, like, whatever you do, don't make... I'm fine with the mistakes. Don't make the same mistake twice. We have a TD's Tailgate and Grill Twisted Citrus uh, gift card. Good for $50. Up for grabs next on The Stansbury Show. Went to bed with a rock. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Get hooked up with a $50 gift card. Good for TD's Tailgate Grill. And you can also use it at Twisted Citrus as well. Pass that out here just a uh, few minutes. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need for that. Sorry, I uh, got caught reading and talking live on here at the same time. Uh, so Keith Kennedy says, it's possible that I did steal the elves and have hid them because unlike Stansberry, unlike Fantone, I actually showed up to the holiday lunch when, when they went missing. Okay, well, if that's when they went missing, then guess what? There's no way we could have done it. Then we're completely off the hook. Aren't there cameras in this building? There's shells of cameras, but uh, does this place... I mean, this is the place where somebody would forget to turn them on. Body cam not working. No, no, Sorry. no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No body cams there. No. Yeah, they're uh, they're broken. I'm glad that, that we have some sort of a... Uh, somebody stole like the little elves on the shelves from our building, from our holiday party. Fantone and I didn't go to the holiday party. He was all worried that we were going to get blamed for stealing them. I'm glad we have an alibi now. And, like, most people listening to that are probably like, oh, ha, 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 it was probably, like, a stupid joke. But no, 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 this is, like, a serious issue in our building right yeah. now. Like, an, a real issue. Yeah, like, a guy with almost power sent out an email that says, I'm sure management agrees. This is unacceptable. Return them anonymously if need be. ASAP. Do you just sound like a douche? Over elves on the shelf? Like, seriously, bro? Like, quit trying to flex your muscle. You don't have any. Even though it sounds like your keyboard's going to break when you touch it. I sit outside his office, and that's why I don't sit there a lot after the show's over. It's why I'm like, you know what? Do my work. Going home. I like the fact that they were stolen at the holiday party we weren't at. I like yeah. the fact that we're... I, I do. I like that. Because yeah. you're right. We were going to be blamed for sure. Yeah. I feel, uh, I feel like... Well, and I mean, I don't know if everyone's going to put those two pieces together, but at least Keith Kennedy is... Uh, yeah. He, I think it was him. I think, it was I think it was him, too. So it turns out this 0-16 Browns parade might be a reality. They've raised over $4,000 to make it happen. Um, 
it was created by season ticker uh, season ticket holder Chris McNeil. He's on Twitter at reflog underscore eighteen, and they put it on Facebook and it exploded. He's filed all the proper permits and other paperwork to make the parade happen. They have filed an application for a permit with the city outlining a route around First Energy Stadium for the January 7th parade. The city uh, said it hasn't made a decision about it. And the money raised via GoFundMe will go toward covering the cost of the parade, like security fees, insurance, bathroom facilities, and more. Should the Browns win and cancel the parade, all of the money will then be donated off to the Cleveland Food Bank. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, if the parade does happen, all surplus money that isn't used for the parade will also go to the food bank. My guess is there won't be a lot of surplus money. Parades are actually quite a bit of money to put on. Of course. Especially uh, safely. If you start talking about paying for security and that kind of like, that stuff is not cheap. I, I have to imagine, you know, the guy who started this, it was probably, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> dude, it's going to be a joke. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to get a lot of t- retweets on it. But now that it's like starting to come together, I'm sure this has turned into such a big headache for this dude, like having to deal with this, going to get permits, you know, don't all this money and the finances and stuff. I'm sure this is like, dude, I wish I'd never would have done this. Yeah, I would imagine there's a little r- regret about that as well, um, especially after Hearing what Tony Rizzo had to say about it, I mean, Riz just took this guy's head off. If you don't remember, we'll run that for you real quick. That is the loserest of all loser moves. If you're one of them people that are planning this parade, you better stay the hell away from me, my show, and my family, because I will fight you. I don't want you on my team. I know billionaires, senators, mayors, governors, yeah, don't come around me, and I'm not kidding you. I'll be there, and I will mow you down (laughs) under my tires. I promise that. I promise. If you have that parade, it's going to end ugly. I promise that. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. (laughs) I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Oof. The anger. Riz. Jeez. So loud. Trust me, man. Nothing is to be gained by yelling on the radio. Nothing to be gained by that. Calm, rational discussion is That's the only way it. to radio magic. You keep your cool. Never let them see you sweat, Riz. Don't yell. You sound like a maniac. And I disagree with him. I've been flipping the coin on this back and forth about whether or not it's a good idea. This night. But let me tell you, I think it's exactly what we need. I think an 0-16 parade is exactly what we need. That way these schmucks that make all these stupid moves and all this, we're going to do it cheaper and younger than everybody else, that way they see, you know what, your plan sucks and we're not going to stand for it. And you build us a team that we deserve or we're done. And I think I like it. What did they say about Cincinnati? They stopped going to those games. And what happened? The owners then put players on the field. Now, in free agency, more people have left, and they're not as good as they were you know, the last couple of years. But they put a decent product on the field because people stopped going. And we're starting to do that now. Like, you turn on the Browns games now, it's, it's not as full as it was. There's actually an initiative. Like, people have bombarded the TV network to say, don't show us the Browns game next week. Show us the – I think it's like Pittsburgh's playing somebody. Show us that game. So now your home market is telling you they don't want to see the Browns on TV and they're planning a parade if you lose all 16 games, which is all 20, by the way, as I predicted, because they lost all four preseason games. It's actually 0-20. 
It's funny the, uh, the 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 level of success, the watermark is like, hey, can we just be the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> can we just be the Cincinnati Bengals? Like that's that's a, that's a low bar. That really is. It and is. I mean, it, it really does show you how bad this team is. And I guess there's a point to be made with it. Of you know, if this were a a one year or a two year bottoming out of the Browns, then maybe a little bit of like, guys, shut up. We have a football team. They're usually pretty good, and this is just a low point. But this has been a low twenty years, and 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 I understand why the fans feel very helpless and very like. What do we do here? Like, what do we... We've, we've come to a, a point... It's come to this. This isn't like an overreaction right. over a bad season. It's come to this. And they drove us here. We've come to a point as a fan base where our identity is kind of lost. Where it's like, I've said this before, where I enjoy watching the Browns lose Yeah, now. that's crazy. And it, it is. I mean, it truly is. Yeah, like I don't like that. Well, but it, it's where I am. I think it's funny. I think it's like a comical part. And I, I've, I've always considered myself a Browns fan, and I don't know what that means. But, you know, I've got that, you know, crisis of our identity crisis going on as a fan. There's other people who are looking for new teams. There's other people who are abandoning the ship completely. And it's just like, what do we do as a fan? base how do we how do we continue to support this product and i don't want to be like this is the only way to kind of have our voice heard or like kind of the manifest our, our thoughts but like i totally understand why people feel this is something they want to be a part of i i totally get it i think it's going to force management and ownership into an embarrassment of a situation to where they have to take action where they have to what are you going to do you can't have people and again, what this essentially is, and I normally hate this. You know what an 0-16 parade is? You know what it really is? Let's stop calling it a parade. Let's call it what it really is. It's a protest. That's what it is. You're protesting. That's exactly what it is. It's not a parade. You're protesting. So let's call it what it is. Does this does this affect the Browns, though? Because yes. let's be real. This isn't like a sanctioned event by them. This isn't anything like Doesn't that. Doesn't matter. The, the, do the optics, FS1, ESPN, CBS Sports, all these. Dude, for a month, you're going to be the highlight of on SportsCenter. And, dude, it's not just going to be sports. You don't think Jimmy Kimmel's going to be sounding off about this every night? All the late night guys will be sounding off. Samantha B will have something really snarky to say, and I'm sure she'll blame it on Donald Trump. And then, like, well, like everybody, dude, this is gonna, it's going to be the thing. And Haslam's gonna be the guy in the crosshairs, and he's gonna realize, oh crap, I have to fix this. We can't just steal from fan bases anymore because, like, I'm always talking about, we have given the American public a loud voice via the keyboard. You're not gonna be able to beat. You're not going to be able to continue to do this. Like, they're going to take action. How many people go to this parade but continue to buy tickets next year? A lot. Because at that point, I mean, you, re- you really are. You're, you're, you're castrating your own voice there. You're kind of canceling both things so, out. So that's what I'm concerned about is that I'm concerned that, you know, hey, a thousand people show up, which I feel like is probably a decent guess. Of, of who's going to show up. It's middle middle of January. Oh, I bet it's more. You think? What do you think? 10,000? Ooh, I'll take the under on 10, but the over on 1. Can we 5, call it? I'll say 5's close, under 7,500. 
so ballpark. So, so I mean, and not to say that's an insignificant number, but it kind of is in the grand scheme of things. When you had a parade with one and a half million people around it, and you have a city, you know, a, a, a metro area the size of Cleveland. Well, First Energy is big, yeah. Right. So it's going to look like ten people in a row if you wrap it all the way around the building. It really will. So you're just getting into a territory here of like, you know, and you say this with all protests, it's like, well, is anything really going to change? Because I of think this? this will, though. I think it will because. I think you're, what you're going to have is you're going to have people saying things like, you're never going to get a free agent to play here, and we're not. By the way, all, you know, you always hear this. Why aren't we signing free agents? Because nobody wants to play in Cleveland. A, it's freezing cold most of the year. The weather absolutely sucks, and they haven't been competitive in 50 years. So why would anybody with worth anything want to come play here? I know there's a lot of teams in bad weather. People are going, Green Bay! Right. Tradition of winning. And also, they have a transformative guy at quarterback. A first ballot Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. Like, and they drafted Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, that's where you got to do it. And Sashi Brown, I, I believe in you. Sashi, I've lost all confidence in that dude and the other Podesta dude and what they're trying to do and like flip over cards and like it's like tarot card management over there about who we draft. It's crazy. You know what I mean? You can't go, dude, literally, you're trying to be snake oil salesmen. It's, dude, it comes, it's very simple. They're either big, strong, fast athletes that can punch dudes in the mouth or they're not. I don't, I don't. You can try to work all these other systems all you want, but you can either play the positions or you can't. And I don't know why the Browns think they're going to be the one team that goes against what the other 31 teams in the league are doing. I don't know how we can be like, well, no, the Patriots are doing it wrong. Our plan is going to be better. And the Patriots get cheap players because guys want to go play there, and they feed off of teams like us when we draft guys and we can't develop them because the because the coordinators aren't good enough to, to get the best out of a college kid. Belichick goes, oh, okay, you drafted him in the first round? I'll give you a sixth rounder for him now because he's looking like a bust for you. Then he goes up there, and guess what? Then they're amazing because the coaching's good and the culture's good. I watched Chad Johnson on TV yesterday. Chad Johnson was on TV yesterday. Ocho Cinco. A little Ocho Cinco. And they talked to him about his about when he went to go play up there. And he said, you could, from the moment you get out of your car in the parking lot, you feel it. This ain't no playing around. This is serious business. This isn't a game. This is business. We're here to win. And he even admitted, I wasn't ready for all that. And I wasn't ready to be the receiver Tom Brady needed me to be. Because some people say he's too dumb to get the playbook. Now, he said, you know, playbook's playbook or whatever. But he said from the moment you walk in that building, you know it's different than every other organization in the league. That being said, I'm sure on the flip side of that coin is the same thing with the Cleveland Browns. Right. From the moment you get out of the car, right. you know that you know. you're walking into a what loser. What a bunch of losers. What a bunch of pathetic losers. Right. And I'm telling you, that's why people say, well, you know, Tony Romo. You think Tony Romo is going to come to Cleveland? What are you out of your mind? To, for what? To throw to Terrell Pryor? No. Pryor's good. And it's, it's admirable what he's done changing positions and this and that. But he's not enough to get a really good quarterback to be like, yeah, let me go play there. I think he broke his finger, but he'll play this Sunday. RG3 named the starting quarterback for the Sunday. Again, I'm fine with that. We got two games left. Let that loser bum wash out of a quarterback, risk his athletic body for a team that can't move the ball 15 yards. Let him do it. I don't care. I think the parade's exactly what we need. I think you're, you're going to shame these dudes into spending the money. 
You gonna go? Oh yeah, have to. Yeah, we're gonna go. have to have to go. Can't not go. Now, if I didn't do this for a living, would I go? No, I wouldn't care enough to go then. You could do it ten minutes from my house, and if I was if I wasn't like working in the meet, I wouldn't care at all. So I don't know if you're gonna get a lot of people out there in the middle of the freezing cold. I think about five thousand sounds about right to me. What a joke. But I think it's I think it's come to this. I don't think it's overreaction. I think it's come to this. I mean, when you're when you're incompetent for 20 years on end, what do you think was going to happen? And I've been begging for people for years to stop going, stop buying the merchandise, stop watching it on TV, stop. Then they'll fix it. I think this will help. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it'll help fix it. We got a $50 gift card good for TD's tailgate and grill. You can also use it at Twisted Citrus. Be caller 25 right now at 1-800- 243-7625. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Six, nine. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's New Tour Tuesday, New DJ Earworm, the United States of Pop 2016. It's like a, a little mashup there of all the best pop songs of this last year. Garth Brooks, Ugly Christmas Sweater. Dear God. Should be a good time there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it'll be. Yeah. And then uh, Blackstone Cherry. Blue Christmas, which Blackstone Cherry. Now it's a Christmas song, so you know I, I don't know if I'll really like it or anything. But that's a band that doesn't get a lot of recognition. That's better than people would think that they would be. Uh, I remember they came through years ago, and we had interviewed them. And my buddy Miles at the time uh, had told the lead singer, "He's like, you sound like he's like if whiskey made noise, it would sound like you." And that's kind of and that that that's kind of true of Blackstone Cherry. Yeah, um, they uh, straightforward rock and roll, and I yeah. know there's a lot of uh, plug in and play. Right, there's a lot of 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 people who wish we could move back to that sound. And I always say, man, like people want to say, oh, dude, rock music today sucks, and it's like, no, you're just not looking for it. And like, oh, rappers today, they're all terrible. And it's like, well, dude, if you go find better stuff, it's out there. Yeah, it's you kind just, of on us too, though. Yeah, it's look, like, dude, uh, these businesses, these companies should be pushing that stuff out. But instead, we get behind the pretty reckless because that chick is sleeping with somebody in our company. I'm convinced of it. We're the only we're the only broadcasting company, we're the only radio company in the world pumping that girl's records out like that. And so it's like, well, are we the only ones that realize they're good or are we invested some way? I kind of feel like it's probably option B. Black SUVs come rolling up. Yeah, let them come. There they are. Thank God for Florida, dude. Thank God. Right? So Santa got arrested in Florida. Yeah, he did. Yep. Not going to be able to make all the deliveries, the Santa there. Isaac Geiger, 41, was arrested uh, on Monday. Uh, the police saw him, and apparently he was in a parking lot. He, was, uh, he went into the driver's side of the U-Haul truck. Um, looked like he grabbed something out of the truck. And... Uh, you know, then seen, you know, handing things off to other people. And sure enough, Santa doubling as a methamphetamine dealer. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ask for train sets and, you know, get a little sparks. There you go. There you go. Isaac Geiger, 41, arrested Monday for uh, possession of methamphetamine with intent to sell, possession of marijuana with intent to sell, and resisting an officer without violence. So I don't know if that meant he just was running around the parking lot trying to get away or... Once uh, he saw police, Geiger ran from the parking lot. He tripped over his Santa pants. You know, those things are a little baggy. Yeah. And uh, and he fell to the ground. They tried to take him into custody, but he rolled onto his belly and put his hands under his body. 
He refused to comply and continued to resist police for some time. Uh, they were able to put Geiger in handcuffs. Police found a plastic baggie in his left shorts pocket, which he was wearing under the Santa suit. Thank God. And uh, cash in the right shorts pocket as well. He, uh, They stood him up, patted him down, searched him a little further, and then he tried to run again and then was tackled back to the ground by detectives. It's a good thing this guy didn't get shot. He continued to resist and reach for his uh, waistline and was held on the ground until more police could arrive. In the U-Haul, then, they searched that as well. They found marijuana, a scale with marijuana residue, a black pouch containing MDMA, and then inside a five-gallon orange bucket with a white lid on the driver's floorboard was more marijuana, a yellow substance known to contain THC. That's going to be like the oil, a little bit of like, wax. like the dabs there. And uh, he had some molly on him, some ecstasy pills, Jeez. money, a digital scale, box of plastic bag. I mean, he had it all. I mean, dude, that's, yeah. That's the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah. Intent to distribute is going to be tough, man. And my guess is that if you're 41 and selling drugs and a part-time Santa, this is not your first brush with the law. Like, no, who breaks into drug dealing at 41? You know what no, I mean? Like, not. this has been a life of this. My guess is. Now, listen, I understand there's a lot of people out there who are looking to make, you know, a, make ends meet and they're trying to, you know, do whatever they can in a tough economy. And a lot of people take a second job on, uh, Stansberry included, myself included. We, yeah. both, we both have other sources of income. Yeah, just and, smart. But I don't understand if you're a drug dealer of this scale. Let's, let's be real. It's not like this dude's like buying quarter pounds and breaking it down amongst his friends. Like this dude's a real to the like to the to the letter, a drug dealer, like scales, buckets full of dope, you know, all sorts of different drugs on him. Why would you take a job as a, a Santa? High traffic area. On some level, it's smart. You got to. Okay, because I, I thought about that too, but, but, but here's what we both forgot when we read it, right? Is that there are going to be neighborhoods, dude, that you can work in, in a high traffic, a lot of foot traffic, where people don't care if you're selling drugs. And by that I mean, do they wish you weren't? Yes, but they just realize it's a reality of their neighborhood. Yeah, but like, but there's not a Santa getting paid on the street corner on Shorb right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're working in a mall, you're working in a strip mall, you're working in somewhere, and you're getting paid hourly or puts a part time job for sure. Wouldn't your hours just be better used out there slinging dope? Uh, right? Like, if it's that, I mean, gotta show some source of income. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's. I'm not. That's not the best cover job. I'll, I'll get. I'll grant you that it just doesn't make sense to me like it's not like you can like you couldn't discreetly sell dope from santa's throne or whatever like you're not selling it to the kids you're not selling it to them you don't like really get that close with uh, the parents i mean do you don't think you don't think a guy selling methamphetamine and marijuana dressed up as santa's gonna sell a nickel bag of pot to a 14 year old kid of course he is well but we're, dude, we're talking about kids that go see santa like we're talking about again I, th- I think that's why you pick the shopping center or parking lots because it could be anybody coming in and out of there and oh yeah i want to swing by and i want to see santa and secretly what you want is you want to get up that's what you want. So you, so I, I, I can't. I mean, dude, it's not a good plan. The guy got arrested. I'm not arguing great plan. I'm just saying I think that they're, dude. This is, this is what happens. And like I said, I think there are neighborhoods in America where people realize that people are selling drugs, wish that they weren't, but realize there's nothing we can do. Nobody cares. This is going to be the thing right now. It's a shame, but it's a reality. But leave it to Florida, man. Leave it to Florida. Ladies, there's a new holiday scam that's targeting pretty much solely women alone. 
And I saw this on TV last night, and I want to get the word out because I want you all to protect yourselves. And uh, we'll get you clued in next on the Stansbury Show. Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. You can find them in Medina. They're just minutes from the square located in the old foundry building, or you can find them online at highvoltagekarting.com. That's highvoltagekartingwithak.com. High Voltage is Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor electric go-karting track in the state of Ohio. They have the best carts in the business. You're hitting speeds of around 50 miles per hour. And with the family looking to come into town for the holiday season, take them to do something a little bit different and a lot of fun. Check out more info at highvoltagekarting.com. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll get you hooked up with a $50 gift card. Today's the 20th, right? This is my high-powered system. Oh, it's Bush tickets for January 1st out at the Hard Rock Roxena is what you're getting. Correct, you are, sir. Oh, nice, nice, nice. That'll be a good show out there, dude. Bush normally puts on a pretty good show. You don't realize how many hits that band had until they start playing them. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that one. And it's always good to see a band, you know, like that at the Hard Rock, just based on the fact of there's not a bad seat in that place. Like, you go to it, it's a great place to watch a show, so you're never going to be so close to Gavin Ronsdale again. He walked out of an interview with me once. He was still with Gwen Stefani, and I made fun of her, and he got all mad and walked out. But I'm sure he won't walk out of the Hard Rock Roxino, not until he rocks your socks off. No, he won't. January 1st, we'll get choked up there around 8 o'clock. And then coming up at 9 o'clock, it's New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino there. DJ Earworm, Garth Brooks, Blackstone Cherry, all part of that this morning. So, ladies, I saw something on TV on the news last night, and uh, I wanted to pass this along to you because I feel like you're being, well, victimized mm-hmm. in a way where they say they're not doing this to men as much. I'm sure they are, but just not as much. But there's this new holiday scam that's happening at the gas station. And we all know that your car, where you can, you can put the gas pump into your car on one side of the car. You can't do it on both. It's one side, right? right? So what they're doing is, is they're waiting for women to pull up the gas pumps, get out, start pumping their gas, and they get out of their car at another pump and like on the ground, like kind of crawl, open up the passenger door of the car, yank your purse out, get back in their car, pull out of the gas station. And yeah, they're on video, but they're gone by then. And they, the news showed like 35 of these. And when you think about where some gas stations are, really close to freeways, really close to busy streets, so you can mix in and out of traffic pretty easily. And they're just opening car doors all brazen and yanking purses out. Yeah, I'm surprised they're even considering like crawling. I mean, I, I would think it would be considerably easier just to walk up to well, it and do it. Boom, boom, do it. You know what I mean? I think they're trying not to be seen as you're you know, coming across you know, the side of the parking lot. But yeah, I mean, they were basically like on their hands and knees crawling over to the car. Yeah, so much foot traffic in a gas station. Somebody walking by wouldn't ever, it wouldn't have raised my eye. You've no, got you just, just think, just, okay, they're with that person. They're just getting in the right. passengers. You know, I mean, I, but nonetheless, it's seems like a, a... I think it's one of those things where it's like if the person pumping the gas sees you, though, they'll call 911 on their phone or yell out, and now people will be alerted, where if you don't realize it's happened to you until you get in the car, 
then by then that person's gone. And yeah, you're on video, but like the store doesn't, they're not watching that video live like until, to, something, until happens. something happens. Um, I, I just think that if I did pull up and I saw somebody crawling around in the gas station, that would be the thing. It'd that be would suspicious get you to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah, be yeah, like, what's, what's, what's going on there? Um, I, uh, I, it, it, you know, when you pull up into a gas station, I don't want to say you let your guard down because I think. But you do. You, yeah. But you, you're at the pump and you're like, all right, I'm handling this and now I'm pumping this and now my credit card goes here and then I got to press this button and you're not necessarily paying attention to the surroundings or, you know, what's going on around now, you. Now I'll lock my car when I go in. Like if I go, like let's say I'm at that uh, that Sunoco on Tusk over there, right? And I'll, you know, I'll buy gas there a lot. When I go in there to like pay with cash or to buy something from like the convenience store in there, I'll lock my doors. But while I'm pumping gas, I don't like lock my doors while I'm standing next to my car pumping gas, though. And I mean, it would have to. Be, I would never even think to do that. It would obviously have to be like a quick, you know, a moment in time that you were able to do that. But like I said, when you're fiddling around with your card and your, you know, where you're putting the pump and you're unscrewing the cap and all those things, you're just not looking over at the other side of your car. You now, don't think about somebody trying to get into the passenger seat of your car because what you think is, I'm standing right here. Who would do that? And you know, it's probably only a 10 second moment in time where that could fast. happen. But if somebody when they showed it, these dudes were fast at. That's what I was going to say. If you're watching and you have like this practice and you know what you're doing, I could totally see this being like a boop, boop, boop. And if you don't think criminals practice these scam moves that they do, you're crazy. They, they probably spend all day doing that or, you know, for like a week and get it down and then take it out of the street. They don't want to get caught. So I would imagine some practice goes into that. How do you open car doors quietly? How do you, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I could see it going into it. But when I saw that yesterday, I was like, that's terrible. Because dude, when you think about a man... More often than not, everything that is valuable to you is in your back pocket in the wallet, right? Yeah. Your credit cards, your cash, this and that. Where women, you're not taking, you're probably taking your debit card out of your wallet, the one you're going to use to put in the, into the gas pump, but then the rest of your purse is just sitting there. Well, yeah, who knows what else you have in there? Where, like, right. honestly, sometimes I'm not the best about, like, at a gas station, I won't be the best about locking my car, but, like, I don't have anything in my car. What are you going to steal? Are you going to steal like a, a McDonald's cup? What are you going to steal a bottle of water? What are you right. going to steal like some loose change out of my cup holder? Like there's not that much in my car where I'd be concerned about it. Phones in my pocket, wallets in my pocket, all that stuff. But like, yeah, if you're leaving your purse, man, that's that's, that's going to be terrible. There's going to be a lot of stuff in there. Absolutely. So I saw that last night in the news. I was like, man, that's terrible. Like, uh, it's just... It's just, again, it's one of those things where it's like, not that men don't have to worry about it, but if you were going to steal from somebody that way, you would. Criminals do look at women as easier targets than they do men. It's just a, a fact. I don't know if it's, you know, if that would actually shake out to be the, the truth, but that's the way they do approach it. We'll get you hooked up with Bush tickets for their January 1st show at the Hard Rock Roxino. We'll do it next. Hang on. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the program on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com. Phantom found this video of a woman who was trying to look sexy while twerking, and uh, she didn't realize that she had, well, poop stains on the back of her pants. She's at some sort of like I bad don't know, bitch contest. Uh, yeah, bad bitch contest, and I don't know where, but there's like a pretty big crowd watching her twerk. It looks like it's in a stadium of some sort, like a, like a man, like a, maybe a minor league baseball stadium or something. And I don't know if 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 she wasn't a good wiper, or I don't know if she that- if she was twerking so hard she let a turd loose. But it's bad though. <sighs> there's no mistaking what it is. I mean, that's definitely a, I mean, that the, the only thing that caused that is poop. Now, here's what I don't understand. Like, the shorts are very, very short. Right. So, is it still... Ugh. I mean, is it... Ugh. Does it... Because 
my thing is, is like you didn't put those on with that stain in it, right? I hope not. I don't know. You can judge for yourself. WRQK.com. It's gross, though. I'm be honest with you. I don't know if you... I mean, it's probably breakfast time for most of you. I, I, I'd wait. You know what? Wait till noon and watch that. Not good. What else is up there? What else did we find entertaining for the audience today for uh, for the internet views? Oh, uh, Kirk Cousins last night in the uh, Monday Night Football game. Dude, absolutely nails this cheerleader. I don't mean like bangs her out. At the 50-yard line? Oh. No, no. Dude, he, Damn I mean, it. Dude, this chick, she eats a face full of dirt, man. See, again, I was like, she ate a face full of what? What'd she get? Who won that game? Do you know who won that game last night? I what? think it's Skins. Panthers just had a bad year. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just like well, sometimes, you know, you you get to the highs, you go to the Super Bowl, and you just don't come back the next year. Carolina won. Did they win? Yeah. They're still. I mean, they're not having a great year. They're having. They're having one of those Super Bowl hangover years that happen. Yeah, six and eight. Yeah, two more to win. Get to five hundred. Maybe make the playoffs. It's a brand new season. Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, if that happens, but he has not played great this year. And uh, he came back down to earth a little bit. Cam Newton has. He's now looking more like the quarterback he was the first five years of his career. But you know, still a better position at quarterback yeah. than we have here in Cleveland. So I guess you can't knock them too hard. No, no, dude, six <laughs> wins would be really nice. No, I'd yeah, be I would like, take oh, it. dude, Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, absolutely, I would take six wins for sure. I would. Uh, so we have Bush tickets for you. We also have New Tour Tuesday coming up nine o'clock. DJ Earworm, Garth Brooks, Blackstone Cherry, all part of that. Uh, we got time for another uh, Florida final story. Do we of not? Of course we do. Yeah, we do. Let me clear sure. off everything else out of off the agenda we, here. We got we got time for one more. Yeah, let's, let's Listen to one. this. So, a new station in Jacksonville, Florida. We're looking through like Craigslist, okay. and shouldn't be shocking there because a lot of people are committing crimes on Craigslist. And if you're the news, you're looking for like the next thing to like alert people of. Okay. I thought maybe that the news was just like, yo dude, let's go hit up the casual encounters for a little bit. But all right, if it's like a part of a story, I guess that makes sense. I was, I was like, I don't know. Do do news people (laughs) is like, is like, you know, is Wayne Dawson just sitting there cruising through Craigslist while he's doing Fox eight. I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know about Wayne. I don't. I I feel like Wayne doesn't need uh, like Backpage or Craigslist. I feel like that groupie trained pretty strong. I feel like pretty strong there. So they were looking through Craigslist, and one of their reporters came across a posting that touted itself as a no questions asked deal. Mm-hmm. Which right off the rip, you know, this is shady as f. Yeah, right. This is shady. As soon as you say no questions asked, I have shady. a lot of questions. Right. There's a lot of things that need clarification, and 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 yeah, none of them are a savory at all. This woman was advertising that she would sell you urine and positive pregnancy tests via Craigslist. Now. The person at the news thought, well, fraud is the first thing that comes to my mind, and it would be the first thing that came to my mind, too. But they say that these types of transactions, Fantone, fall into what is normally called a legal gray area because it's not illegal to sell urine, but the buyer could then be using it to commit some type of fraud. I can't believe it's not illegal to sell bodily fluids, right? Doesn't that seem like something we shouldn't just let people do? Like, dude, you weren't allowed to share Metallica records peer to peer, but my urine we can? 
Well, I, you know, anytime that you start selling things without paying taxes on it, you're going to get into a conversation. But do I have a problem with people selling bodily fluids? Listen, I'm not buying what, them. What, what, what is the reason outside of like scamming tests to sell urine? <sighs> what would be the reason? <sighs> I, I don't know, but I don't know if you. I don't know if you need one. I don't. I don't know if it matters what the reason is. I just don't know if it's enough for me to be like, yeah, that should be illegal. I. 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 I can I come up with something valid? No, I can't. But I don't know if I need a valid reason to to to. to do I that. don't know if you need it, but can I? Can it be all right if I think I? I would like it better if you had one. Like I don't. I. It, it's. It's suspicious to me. What about now, the, to pass a drug test? I mean, th- that's still fraud. That's illegal. That's fraud, but, right? It, but. Now, they're saying this is something that legislators need to look into, and they say they would like to see laws passed to where you cannot do this. What about, like, and to pass a drug test? I've seen stuff like that before where you can, like, buy that, like, dry urine, and all you have to do is, like... I believe, and I could be speaking way out of turn here, but I don't know. But I believe that if you were to search the boxes of said product, there's probably a disclaimer somewhere on that box that says if you were caught using this, it is going to be punishable by law. I bet. I don't know. But I bet if you went into, like, I don't know, you know, whatever, uh, watch now as I pretend I don't know where you buy this stuff, Kwanzaa Hunt or whatever it is, right? Like, I would imagine on that box somewhere it says that. I don't know for sure. But so the news then, very interested to catch up with this woman. So they replied to the post and they wanted to meet. Now they set it up all undercover. They didn't tell them, you know, they didn't tell the woman they were the news or whatever. They just had the woman, like, show up. And this pregnant woman was selling pregnancy tests, positive pregnancy tests for 30 bucks a pop. So what happens then is you meet up with her, mm-hmm. you give her the money, she goes into like the store or whatever, gets the test, gives it to you after she, you know, urinates on it, you have a positive test, and you know, she's got thirty bucks. She claims she makes like two hundred bucks a day, found it because she was at home Googling jobs where she can make decent money while being pregnant. All right. Now I would imagine that for a lot of you out there who are pregnant right now, ladies, that is probably a, like something of concern. Like, man, I'm pregnant, but I can still work. How can I make the most amount of money? Yeah, a little bit of extra cash obviously is going to help gonna out hurt. with the baby. And for if, sure. if you're going to be taking time off from your job soon, it's probably like, dude, I really got to you know save some money. I got to get on. Yeah, right. I got to get on this right. right? And so. She says, I saw other women online who were doing this, and they said it was very easy. So ever her first post to Craigslist, she said the money just kept roaring in. 200 bucks a day she does, she gets just for urinating, which she says, obviously, as a pregnant woman, I have to do multiple times a day. I'm being right. paid now. Right. Now, she's not the first person to sell a, a positive pregnancy test. It's a trend that's been going on for years, these people say. And, uh, you know, some people who are selling these things online say, you know, it's a prank and, you know, we'll sell you a positive pregnancy test and, you, you know, you give it to your boyfriend. Ha ha. Now, the woman selling it goes, I don't know how you would trap a man. Well, I do. I do. By showing a guy a pregnancy test and he's going to get scared for his life. And next thing you know, you have a wedding ring. Um, yeah, but then within like a month, two months, three months, wait, what are you not pregnant? You know what I mean? Like you, if, if you're not pregnant, it's, it's that, that scam's now not going to last for that long. That's true. There is something there. Um, unless you want to be paid to go away. Or, I mean, I don't know. There's a million well, things. If, 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 if you're talking guys into paying for an abortion that's not happening. Yeah, sure. look at that. I didn't sure. even think of that, about that. But you know there's, you know there's women out there doing that. Yeah, give me $300. In, in you don't even have away. to go with me. I, you know what? You don't have to be involved. We got drunk. We had sex. I'll handle this. I'll be the grown-up. Just we. I just don't have the money. Yeah, you. They're slick, man. 
They're slick. Yeah, I, I guess at that point, I mean, I, at least I'm putting myself in this in this mindset of I'm like, well, yeah, we got drunk and we had sex, but uh, how do I know that's mine? But at that point, you're probably just nervous and like, listen, here's three hundred dollars. Don't tell my wife. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's scams to be had. There's no question about it. And the concept of hey, you're a father now is enough to you know strike fear into most most dudes' heart if it's something that you weren't planning on. So yeah, in that moment, you you definitely can get over on someone. For sure, you could. A lot of guys are just going to be shook. And hold on, what's I'm uh, replying back to somebody. I'm trying to uh, maybe line up a guest for 8:45 this morning. Um, put a pin in that. But I think I, I do. I definitely know guys. I definitely know buddies who you could shake really easily. Where who they would just they would just roll over and they have the money, so they would just give you 500 bucks and be like, "All right, I'm just going to pay to make this go away." And so I could see this happening. I. Without coming up with a decent reason on why you would sell your urine, I think I would be okay with examining legislation to make it illegal to sell bodily fluid. For all the things you can't sell in and out of your house or the trunk of your car, you can't sell t-shirts, you can't sell this, you can't sell that, I don't know if I would be all right with being able to sell my urine. You disagree with me? No, 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 no. I mean, that's uh, my against. Uh, obviously, selling things without paying taxes on them—that's going to be the problem. I just don't know. I just don't know if 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 uh, I don't see why. I don't see why you can't. I mean, if you want to sell your semen, why can't you? If you well, want to, I guess that's what sperm banks are, right? You wanna, You're you, selling bodily fluid. If you want to sell your fecal matter, I don't. I don't know why you can't. If somebody's willing to buy it, I don't see... If you want to come scrape it off the bathroom wall here. Have you seen the new signs in the bathroom? Yeah, what is going on with that? There's a sign in the bathroom with a poop emoji that says, if you make a mess, use the brush that is provided. Apparently, somebody was in here over the weekend, and somebody had, like, crapped all over the wall. Now, here's what I don't get. The wall of the bathroom? Yeah, like, by in the stall. Not like the not like the toilet seat. It's like crap on the he wall. Said, he said it was it, it hit the wall, and he wasn't sure if people were hovering or what the deal is. But here's the thing: nobody under the age of twenty five works in this building. If there's poop on the wall, that is because you're a terrible effing person. And I would hate to see what your house looks like if that's what you're willing to do where other people are. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Like, how did you even do that? You got poop on the wall. Doesn't take much to, to brush you up, <laughs> buddy. How, how does that even happen? By being gross, by being disgusting, and then I have to look at this stupid sign while I'm in there. Yeah, it was gross. It was terrible. Dude, missing elves and poop on the wall our boss, and, and emojis. Like, what is going on in our body? Our boss had rubber gloves on and Clorox like bleach on Sunday and was like helping the cleaning crew scrub the bathroom because he was <laughs> embarrassed about what the adults who work in this building had done. How is it possible that you and I are the two biggest grown-ups in this whole operation? Mind-boggling. The rest of these people, honestly, are just are too busy finger-painting all day to get it. I mean, what the hell is the matter with you people? It's like when I go into a bar and you have to be over 21 to go into a bar and you see like people writing all over the bathroom in magic marker. It's like I get that in like a high school bathroom when you're 16, but you're 21 years old and you're still writing on the bathroom wall. All you're doing is proving to us your father should have pulled out god people are so annoying just be a grown-up at least a little bit it's coming from a guy wearing a t-shirt he's had for 30 years but be a grown-up
Mind-boggling. I don't understand how you get poop on the wall. <laughs> I'm just still trying in my mind of like, well, how did it get from the toilet into the into the wall? There? We'll be right back over at Sands Ray Show. Oh, you know what? Though, what? no, 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 no. We uh, we have to hand uh, we have to uh, hand out these Bush tickets. I don't want to do what I did yesterday and not do it. All right. So Bush is playing Hard Rock Roxino January first. We have tickets. We'll send you right now. Be caller twenty one eight hundred two four three seven six two five. We'll send you to Bush. Be right back with more show. Hang on. On Rock one zero six nine. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Coming up at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. New DJ Earworm, new uh, Garth Brooks, new Blackstone Cherry, all part of that. And uh, I'm trying to get a buddy of ours, a, uh, a listener of this program, who listens every morning, to join us at 845 to tell us why he opposes the 0-16 Browns parade. And he's like the ultimate Browns fan. This is the guy that like earlier in the season was like... You guys shouldn't play the sacks when you talk about them. They're not going to be that bad. They're going to be good. And he was like willing to like make all kind of crazy bets. And uh, he's our buddy Dustin. And he just, when it comes to the Browns, like he can't, he's getting better at it now. But in the beginning of this season, he couldn't separate his heart from his logic. And he just loves the Browns so much that sometimes it just clouds, it was just clouding his judgment. But he's one of these guys that doesn't necessarily support the parade. And I was like, dude, I was like, well, you go on the air and kind of tell me why. He's like, no. He's like, why would I go on the radio just so you could beat me up? I'm like, dude, no, I'm not looking to beat you up. I think there are people who agree with you. I think there are people who who love the Browns the way you do, who think the parade is bad. Obviously, Rizzo being one of them. Right? There are people out there who oppose it. I kind of feel like it's what is going to help embarrass management into doing the right thing. But uh, I'm trying. We're going back and forth. I'm trying to convince him. We'll see if I can get him. If that's what it takes to embarrass management into doing the right thing, I think there's a serious problem with management. Oh, and sixteen should be should be embarrassing enough. I would agree. But I think I think that the you know the piling on helps. So we'll see if we can get him to join us. Uh, you know what has just come out? A very polarizing list, and it's always polarizing, no matter who's on it, no matter who's left off of it. And we're going to read now from RockHall.com. As the 2017 inductees are in now, we know who they were. Um, the nominations came out a couple of weeks ago. We stayed away from that. I wanted to wait until uh, the actual inductees list came out. We now have that. Going in for musical excellence will be Niall Rogers, and I embarrassingly have to say I'm not exactly sure who that is. No, we don't have anything in here, and it's nothing that I'm familiar with. Hold on. I doubt Niall Rogers is going to be in our system. I just want to see who he is. I just want to see what the uh, what the what the accomplishments of his are. Singer, songwriter, producer, Le Freak, uh, big in the '80s. Niall Rogers was okay. big in the '80s as a songwriter. Well, there you go. Um, so here's the list of people getting in. Yes, is getting in, which should get in. Wildly talented. Not my favorite band. Little pretentious. Little. Up their own A there, but like good at it. Like good. This is the biggest yes song. Roundabout's good. Yeah, roundabout. There's another one too. There's like a there's like a third like off-tier hit that was actually pretty big. I, I'm struggling to remember the name of it now. Wasn't my favorite band. But they are good at what they do. Tupac Shakur getting in. And you know what you're going to hear from people. That's not rock and roll. And you people just sound like mouth breathers. Every time we talk about this list, I keep telling you, it's a music hall. You got to give up the terminology of rock and roll hall of fame. You got to give it up. It's a music hall. Madonna's in for Christ's sake. Like, 
that's the way it's going to be. And that's the only way it's worth. And what I always remind people of, should there be a standalone like Metal Hall of Fame? Yes, of course. But the only way the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to survive as something people want to visit is if it includes more than one style of music. You, you, you're arguing this, it's not rock and roll. That's a 15-year-old argument. That's a 15-year-old's argument. It just is. Tupac Shakur did way more than enough in the music industry to deserve to be recognized by the Rock Hall. If NWA gets in, Tupac gets in, in my mind. And NWA got it. You support Tupac going in, right? Yeah, of course. I, uh, you know, rock and roll in the in the concept and the term of it is a very loose thing. I mean, it really is. Uh, how can you? Well, that's what, like saying people who were fans of the Big Bopper don't view Metallica to be rock and roll, right? And you can. And make that's that exactly argument. what they would say. That's exactly what they would say. That's why your argument sounds dumb. Pearl Jam getting in. Pearl Jam gets in, and I think that that's probably rightfully so. They did enough. They have the catalog. Um, one of the better bands out of that era. Um, there was a fall off for a while, but they're you know they've kind of come back around full circle, and they're all right. I don't think it's fair to say just because there's a fall off that disqualifies you from nope. the Rock Hall, because every band, every artist, everyone goes through a fall off at some point. Metallica's so. in, and they're still in the middle of their downfall. Um, Pearl Jam, obviously, much like Tupac, heavily influential on music that you hear today. And it, to, to, yeah, to say that they true. don't belong, I mean, it's crazy. This is a really good song right here. They have a ton of really good songs. What's your favorite Pearl Jam song of all time? This one's got to be up there. If, if, if I'm looking at the list that we have right now. For people that don't know, what is the Spin the Black Circle? I've always liked this song, but I think my favorite Pearl Jam song, and I bet we don't have it, would have to be State 11 Trust. No. Yeah, of course. Dude, Rock 1069 is not cool enough for State 11 Trust. That's, um, but that's probably my favorite Pearl Jam song. Isn't this your least favorite one? Elderly Woman? No, Elderly Woman I actually like. The one I don't like, the one I hate, like hate, and when I hear it, I will, I will change the station. I hate it, is Yellow Leadbetter. Oh my God! Is this song obnoxious? Nobody has any idea what the hell he's talking about. Least of all him. Really, the Scott Stapp before Scott Stapp and Scott Stapp. Yes. Where do you think Scott Stapp got the idea? It was it was the pickle rock of like these dudes. I'm totally behind Pearl Jam getting in. Yeah, of course. Did way more than enough to get in. Joan Baez getting in. A little singer-songwriter there. I don't know if we have any Joan Baez. No, of course not. My 1017 doesn't occasionally play Joan Baez? No. Apparently not. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. See, every time we do this, I feel like we expose serious problems. I mean, dude, these are people that are being... But what, what song would they play? You know what I mean? What, what, I, I don't know if that fits in anywhere in a radio station. What, what, like, what do you play? Uh, what was her biggest hit? Diamonds and Rust? Night they drove down Old Dixie Down? I mean, I don't think of any of those. I wonder I wonder if Magic, like that, that station, Magic 105.7 still plays Joan Baez. I, I, maybe not. I don't know. I have no idea. 
All right. So, but she's going in, and I feel like that's probably rightfully so. Woman, uh, you know, influential singer songwriter. That era has got to be represented the way everything else has to be represented. She's probably one of the biggest stars from it. I can live with Joan Baez. I'm not going to argue for her or against her. I can live with it. Um, ELO is another band that uh, that's going in. I'm not the biggest fan. But again, it can't be Sansbury's Music Hall. It has to be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't. I just don't know what the criteria is. I mean, I don't. Twenty-five know. years right, active, right? But I don't know what the ins and outs are. I don't know, right. like records sold or tour tickets sold. I, I don't know how they. I don't know how they. Do I'm that. sure there's just not one barometer. It's not like okay, no, 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 hey, you sold ten million albums, you get in, in for free. But I, I, I just don't know. In my mind, is ELO going? Probably not. But that's just, you're right. That's the Fantone Hall of Fame, and nobody right. cares about that. You can, can you can confuse these guys for Chicago sometimes. Like, I'm sure there are songs that are both bands have that I think is the other one. So I guess, I don't know, they're not my favorite, but I could understand them being nominated. I can understand them being put in. It's a pretty good song. Oh, yeah, this is a great song. So I saved the best for last, and this is a band that I cannot believe wasn't already in. And this band should have been, honestly, you, I would have ushered this band in on their third record. One of the greatest bands ever, one of the best songwriters duos ever, made more radio hits than most bands combined, Journey finally getting in. And it's about goddamn time. This is one of the greatest bands ever assembled ever in any genre so good so influential you're gonna hear us talk about this when we get into new dirt tuesday journey and this is gonna be an argument for why most of you aren't gonna like it but journey has kind of spawned this bro country movement that a lot of people don't like you take tom petty journey and a little bit of Bob Seger, shake it up, and out comes Jason Aldean. That's what it is. That's all it is. All it is is Tom Petty and Journey melted together. That's what it is. That's why I don't mind Bro Country so much. If you take a look at the artists I love throughout my life, what do I like? I like Hook. Give me the Hook. Favorite musical artist of all time? Diana Ross and the Supremes. Also on that list, Tom Petty. And the Heartbreakers. Also on the list, Journey. Because what did Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers always say? Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. I like Hook. Give me the Hook. I hate Journey. Probably one of my least favorite bands of all time. I don't time. get that at all. These dudes suck, man. They just don't sound good to me. I don't get that at all. Their greatest hits album is I probably more heavily sold than most great rock records ever made. Some of the best radio hits of all time came out of this band. Neil Schoen is ripped off by every guitar player since he has come out. Never gets the credit for it. One of the most underrated guitar players of all time. And Steve Perry had one of the best voices ever. And what's great about this is you're going to get a reunion. They're going to play at the reunion. And then you know what's going to happen after that? Oh no, here comes the Journey Tour. And thank God. Because if I get to see Mother Father live, I'll love that. If I get to see Stone in Love live, I will love that. 
the party's over, I will love that. Faithfully, love and touch and squeeze in lights, all of it. Girl can't help it, give it all to me. Love it. I like hook. They're good with the hook. I can't believe they weren't in already. Journey sucks. Biggest band of the era. I mean, I can't think of a bigger band in the 1980s than Journey. Molly Crew was big. They weren't selling out football stadiums the way Journey was. Molly Crew was big. They weren't Journey big. Journey was big. That's arena rock on a real level. They're so good. So good. And like I said, Journey, Bob Seger, Little Tom Petty, and here comes Eric Church. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's why I like it. Because it's just derived from everything I love. That's it. If Journey tours and Steve Perry comes back, that's a show not only will I go see here, that's a, I need to travel, go two, three shows. Because it'll be that good. Matt and 45-year-old women will be doing all kind of slutty stuff. And I want to see that too. I'm being asked if Journey's better than the Eagles. Influence songwriting and the like. I don't know who's better. I probably enjoy more of Journey's catalog than I do the Eagles. I like the Eagles a great deal. They're great. John tweets in says, you're too young to remember the heyday of ELO. They were the OG strings in a rock and always a damn good live concert. Saw them live twice. You may be right about that, John. You may be right about that. And like I said, sometimes I get ELO mixed up with Chicago. Like sometimes like their songs sound so similar to me that I can get both bands confused. So I may be given one credit for somebody else's catalog there. I cannot wait for the Journey Tour. I cannot wait. I might throw my panties on the stage. I meant underwear. That's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. There you go. There's your list. And I know I'm going to be able to check Facebook all day, and everybody's going to be a rock and roll expert now. The way you were an expert on the Electoral College last night, you're a rock historian today. We've been going rogue a little bit this week, because the boss is like half in, half out. And people ask me all the time, do play something cool. So I'm playing you something next I think is cool. We'll do it next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Right around the corner is New Tour Tuesday and also an eight-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge game. How much time do we have right here? Uh, not a ton under five, but you know I can move things around for you. Um, let me let me give you this phone number, okay? And we're gonna see if we can get this guy to just pick up the phone right now. He asked me, he's like, "When can I call in?" But let's see if we can just get him. If not, I have something prepared. But let's see if we can get our buddy Dustin on the phone. Dustin is anti Owen sixteen Browns parade. I want to see if I can get him to give me his reasoning why. If not, I have something NBA-related that I need Fantone to uh, clear up for us. Maybe we'll do both. Well, we'll see if we can get, see if we can get our good buddy Dustin on the phone. 
And again, New Tour Tuesday right around the corner as you're listening to a phone ring on, on the radio, which I'm sure is wild. Yellow. Yeah, Dustin. What's up? Hey, buddy, you're live on the radio, so I need you not to use swear words, all right? All right. All right. Now, I know that's hard <laughs> when talking about the Browns, buddy. I know it's hard. Okay? Oh, I'm live now? Oh, yeah, you're live now. All right? I don't. So all right. you are honestly one of the most passionate Browns fans I've ever met in my life, okay? Love them. Yeah, you love them. You're all in. Yeah. And you are anti-0-16 parade. It seems like you're a little anti- I'm anti-0-16 anything. <laughs> Okay, now that I can support. Now, could I make the argument, Dustin, that if we have the parade and then you become the fodder for like Jimmy Kimmel and the late night guys and ESPN and FS1 and all these networks, that eventually the management has to fix it so that you don't become the fodder again? That's the problem, man. They don't care. I don't think they care. They're not invested like we are, man. But we can't. How can you celebrate that? I don't get it. I just don't get it. No, I'm not going to go full Rizzo. I'm not going to go up there plowing through people and stuff. <laughs> I, uh, but I won't be attending. I mean, so I don't know if I'd go to Cleveland in January for a winter, but. Uh, <laughs> I love you, dude. You crack me up, man. I, uh, but, uh, I I understand the thought of, of, of they don't care, but, I mean, if they don't care, why do you care? Uh, ouch, ouch, ouch. That one hurts. It's hard, it's hard to anymore. I think I've reached apathy. I think I have, man. I've been trying to but, drag uh, you into it. For I grew up with it, man. I grew up with Bernie and the boys and stuff. And, you know, they're they're my team. I can't go root for anybody else. You are like I will give Dustin this. This is our buddy Dustin. He is a true to the heart sports fan. Like he's in. Like if they play for that city, he's in, and he's a fan. And you're a real right. fan. You watch all regular season games. Like you're in. Like most people are kind of like back and forth, and they just want to post calves, and you know, so people like their statuses and the like. You really are invested into the sports scene in a way that, honestly, and I'm not knocking you, but I'm happy I'm not. Like because I think, <laughs> like I think, like your Sunday gets negatively affected after the Browns. Oh, my game. Sunday sucks. <laughs> See, like my Sunday, like I laugh at it. I wish that they won, but it doesn't affect the rest of my day. My Sunday gets better. Oh, it does. My, my Sunday and then gets Monday, better. Tuesday, and Wednesday, we got to hear the yakety sax and all that stuff, too. <laughs> well, and I mean, honestly, we, 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 this is kind of where this all started. Is yeah. you, you wanted to bet, you know. Uh, I would have gave you the ranch. I thank you guys for not taking that bet. Yeah, I, felt, I mean, dude, you were like betting the house on it. I felt bad. I felt bad. We going, didn't want to take your money. I felt bad. I, I felt, you, I felt, had, you guys could have had whatever. I felt like we were hustling you, and I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to hustle you because I knew it was, know, a bad it, was a, bat. it was a good time. The Cavs had just won right around then. Indians were doing great. I think that same night, Titan Jokic won the cha- the one yeah. three, yeah, defended his belt in Cleveland. <clears throat> you know, it was, it was a good time, and then the Browns just Browns. You just got caught up in it. With, with all those positive things that you just mentioned, Dustin, um, do you feel that those things have, you know, because at the end of the year, we're all going to look back at 2016 and there's going to be a couple different things that we remember. Are we going to look back at this and remember, oh, it's the 0-16 year, that's how piss poor the Browns are? Or did the, did the World Series run? Did the NBA championship? Did Steve Amiochik? Did, those, did that kind of, did that kind of uh, you know, numb the sting? No. Uh you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I say no. Yeah, probably not. I say no. I really, I really do. I think no matter what happens, I've said this before. It's dude, this is football country. It's a football town. It it's a football area. It's just the way it is. It's like, dude, the Cavs championship was nice, and we'll we'll take it. We'll accept it. But 
you know, had the Browns, the same, right? it's not the same. If the Browns would have won the Super Bowl, I think that parade would have been crazier. And we were oh, up there. Lord. Fantone and yeah. I went up for it, and it was nuts, and it was awesome to be part of that. But I think it would have been bigger had the Browns won it. I really do. I, Absolutely, I, I, it would be. Yep. I just think it's a Browns town. I just think that's the way it is, no matter what happens. Thanks, Michael Stanley. <laughs> Dude, don't drag Michael into it. Michael's all right. So, Dustin, you're not going to go to this parade with us. You don't see any good coming out of the 0-16 parade. I mean, if uh, Larry Flint's Ultra Club's involved or something, <laughs> uh, maybe we can make something happen. But, Dude, I love you, man. Dustin, thank you so much, man. Uh, I'm going to see you before the holiday, but Merry Christmas cool. anyway. I'll see you. Hey, can I give a quick shout-out? Sure. Hey, to the 20 million, Merry Christmas, have a good holiday. Look at that. It's 20 million plus one. My younger brother just had a baby, a little oh. Josephine hey. Jean Coon. Congratulations. Beautiful. Nice. Nice, uh, nice, nice. And uh, one for Freddie the Frog, man. Yeah, R-I-P. there you go. R-I-P. There you go. Yep. All the Shaheens. Thinking about you guys, too. Classy. Holiday. Classy, Dustin. I like it, buddy. Thank you very much, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, man. Dude, he's... I've never met a Browns fan. More like, no, man, they're going to win, like, ever in my life. Dude, the amount of times I've been sitting at a bar with that dude, hammered drunk, like, arms around him going, dude, I love you, man, but you just, you got to come out of the Browns. You got to come out of the, the, the tailspin of it. <laughs> He's so funny, man. We'll start New Turd Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. We'll do it next on Rock 106.9. Two songs and decide if, well, it's a turd or not. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have an eight-pack of uh, Canton Charge tickets. We'll pass those out here in just a few minutes. Those are vouchers, by the way. Use Correct. them at any uh, any game you want. Break them up for a piece, whatever you want to do there. Uh, we'll give you eight vouchers for some charge tickets. You can pick up tickets at CantonCharge.com or the Civic Center box office. But like I said, we have an eight-pack for you. We'll pass those out here shortly. We do it every Tuesday at 9, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino, Northfield Park there. It's New Turd Tuesday. Play a couple of different songs. We vote on them. And this first one here, I've probably heard these in years past, just didn't realize it was like an official thing. But DJ Earworm is the artist, and then what he does is uh, apparently he takes like all the best pop records of the past year, does like a little mashup of them. Yeah, a little, a little, a little year that was on the final episode. Year in of review there. Final episode of New Turd Tuesday 2016. We're putting a cap on this bitch. So, so my guess is then all of these songs themselves are hits. We're just going to figure out if he mixed them together well enough to make them all a hit together. So here's a new DJ Earworm now on New Turd Tuesday. The whole year put you in the worst mood It's alright sometimes you Is that Flo Rida? Yeah, you got Zane from One Direction there, Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend, and Flo Rida as well. I don't know anything about One Direction. Like, if you played me in One... I'm sure I know their songs, but if you played me a One Direction song, I wouldn't be like, that's One Direction. Like, I don't know the, Like I don't know their stuff. Yeah, they're unavoidable. I mean, you've I'm heard... I'm sure I know it. I just don't know it's them. Yeah, yeah you've heard them before.
This is the song that's going to rule the radio on New Year's Eve, right? Oh, dominate it, dude. Yeah, every New Year's like Eve. Like every hour on the hour, they'll play this, right? And, and rightfully so, dude. If yeah, you're, no, you need that. If you're WKDD, if you're one of these like, hey, top 40, hot jocking it, dude, I, you have to do something like that. Yeah, this. I don't know why you wouldn't. Sure. Now, you hear a lot of hit makers in there. You hear Rihanna right there. Yep. Justin Timberlake obviously been a part of this. One of the breakout pop stars of 2016, and I can't believe how well they did in this year, is that 21 Pilots, dude, they had so many big songs this year. It's really, like, uh, amazing how 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 well they did considering what they sound like. I don't, I mean... Again, I, you know their catalog better than I do, and it seemed to me, like, every time we talk about them, that you think, like, the best of their stuff was actually their first record. I don't want to be a hipster and, like, dude, you should hear the first album, but, like... Like all these songs that like the you know that they had big you know hits with this year, they were just okay at best. And I just felt like I, I don't know if it's maybe they were more digestible to the general public, but those dudes yes. dominated this year. That's probably the answer. My buddy dragged me to see them at the House of Blues once. He was like, "Dude, he's like they're they're big. You're gonna like this. We'll go." And there was something to it, obviously, because the crowd went crazy. But for me, it was just kind of like. Eh, all right. Now you have told me, and I I trust you musically. I don't always love everything you suggest, but I at least trust your opinion. And I went back and I listened to their first record. It's good. It's not my favorite thing or anything, but it is a pretty decent record. They're good at 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 a, a jack of all trades, master yes. of none. They play piano. They scream. Sometimes they sing. Then mm-hmm. they white boy rap, and they do all these different. They things. reinvent themselves right, track to track. Right. Dustin says, you guys hung up on me for this? <laughs> He's so funny, dude. It's a little mashup here of the best songs of the year. It's DJ Earworms, United States of Pop 2016. Some of you probably know that this is a thing. I guess he does it every year. I feel like it needs to get better in a hurry. For accomplishing the songs that were supposed to be good, this has not been real good so far. Uh, the problem that you, know, you, you get into here is that it's just so busy. There's so many different things going on. Right. You, it's hard keeping up with that. Well, what you're trying to do is combine the hooks right. from on top of hook, on top of hook, on top of hook. And that's not the way songs are meant to work. Well, and what he's trying to do, too, is he tries to make it one continuous like song as opposed to just like, hey, here's the chorus, here's the chorus, here's the chorus. He's taking phrases and words from one song, putting it into right. another and trying to invent a Lining new thing. Lining up the BPMs of all songs. I mean, it's got to be a tough thing he tries to do there. This is not what I came for. I gotta admit that that Flow Rider song was kind of like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Welcome to my house. That's one of those songs, man, where if I was on my way home and I was like flipping around and KDD had it on, I was probably listening to the, the rest of that song. At least through the chorus. Yeah. I'm getting one welcome to my house in <laughs> For there. sure, yeah. I got to belt it out in the, on, in the car. Oh, yeah, this song. Remember this? Lucas Graham. <sighs> Once I was seven years old and I made him something. Man, I yeah, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, I'm ready for that guy not to be a thing anymore. listen to a, a lot of Pop 40 radio, or Top 40 radio, apparently. 
because I don't recognize as much of this. Well, Stansberry, if they listen to Rock 106.9, they only listen to Rock 106.9. They never listen to any pop music. They never listen to any rap music. They never listen to any country music. I didn't right? know that. Oh. I was unaware of that. Oh. Oh. We've done a good job of throwing everybody that works here under the bus this today. I don't know if the show was good, but we ran over every co-worker we have today. We need a miracle to make this song better. You're right. We do need a miracle. That I need a miracle. That's from that stupid chain smoker song that I hated, right? Yep, yep, yep. Oh my God, was that song terrible? Twenty one pilots there. I cut them all loose and have we heard Drake in this? Has there been any Kanye in this? What were the biggest songs of the year? I mean, Drake had a pretty big album, right? What was the biggest song off of it? It's the biggest songs of the year. It's not the biggest artist. It's the biggest songs. Um, wasn't uh, wasn't Hotline, Hotline Bling. Bling? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. I don't think I've heard anything from it yet, which I'm surprised. I'm just going with names I know are big. I don't remember like. I don't think, I mean, did Kanye have a smash record this year? I don't no, kind of so. everything kind of like fell off. I mean, I know the tour was like popular and people wanted to go see him, of course, because, you know, he's Kanye. But yeah, I don't think there was, I, I, everything I heard off that last album, I didn't really care for. Have we heard from The Weeknd yet? He was pretty big this last year, right? Yeah, he's been in here. Where's the Megan Trainer? And I don't hear the Adele, buddy. You promised me Adele and Surprise. I don't hear it. And I don't hear it. Busy's the right word. I feel like it's too busy for me. It's that club music, though. Right. That's. I mean, and that's what's popular for it. Dude, without Flow Rider, I think this song sucks. I do. I think. I think this whole mashup sucks. I think even with Flow Rider. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Come on now. All right. If we're gonna be fair. Wow, no Adele, no Megan Trainer. I can't. I, I, I'm no Pink, like none of that stuff. Like I, she was in two pretty big records. Pink this year. had a big song this year. I'm, I think it was somewhere in there. You was gotta, it? You okay. gotta remember with all that busyness going Hidden, on. Maybe, maybe I just didn't hear it. Dude, I gotta vote that one a turd though. It's a turd. Yeah, I don't. I I understand why people do that. The year in review musically and kind of match them. I understand. The system. I didn't think that was a great job at it. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you 100%. It's a turd. Uh, dude, you know, I I don't think pop music necessarily had the best year of its existence this year, but uh, the pop music year was better than that song was. So, yeah, definitely a turd. Yeah, I would have to agree with that assessment. We have brand new, I don't know if it's new, but we have uh, we have Garth Brooks' Ugly Sweater, uh, Ugly Christmas Sweater is his song. And we have an eight-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. We'll take caller 15 right now, 1-800-243-7625, and be right back with brand new Garth Brooks next. Hang on. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. In the middle of uh, New Turd Tuesday, a little holiday edition there. We played you the new DJ Earworm, United States of Pop. It was like all the best pop songs mixed together. That came out really wrong. That was not good. That sounded bad. We both voted that one a turd. Did not like it. Hopefully Garth Brooks can save this abomination. Here we go. 
And he's released a song for the holiday season called Ugly Christmas Sweater. And Fantone and I wanted to play this for, you know, a couple of reasons here. Garth Brooks, one of the biggest artists of all time. Huge. Huge star. Huge, huge star. And rightfully so. Super talented. Um, but the ugly Christmas sweater thing has officially, like, jumped the shark. Yeah. It, 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 Dude, it's over. And it's been, here's the thing, it's really been over for about two years. Yeah, as soon as as soon as soon it became, like, a thing you could buy. buy. As, as soon, soon as you, as, you right. could go to Target or you could go to Walmart and buy it, at that point it lost all the magic of what it once right. was. I uh, I saw one of my buddies yesterday. He was like, dude, I'm going to post a uh, an old school Christmas picture every day up until the holidays. And I was like, yeah, dude, do it. You know, because, I mean, this kid I grew up with. With, and I was like, yeah, I'll take a look back. Sure. And in the, one of the Christmas pictures, his dad's wearing like a legit ugly Christmas sweater. And I saw it and I'm like, that's not a joke. That's yeah. real, right. I was like, dude, that's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to go to the thrift shop. You're supposed to go find, you know, uh, the old man's Christmas sweater. But like bands sell these now. Yeah. WWE stars sell yeah. these now. Once it's become com- like that, it's no longer what it is. It's no longer what it is. Are we hipsters about ugly Christmas sweaters? Is that what we're doing right now? Dude, yeah, I'm cooler back when I... Blah, blah. I don't think I've ever... I've never worn anything ironically. Ever. Like, I've never been like, I'm wearing this to be ironic. And I hate when I see kids do it today because I like Motley Crue, you little dick. So, like, don't, don't wear it ironically. I won't, I won't do that. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be weird for the sake of being weird. Like, I, I don't understand people like, like like that. I just don't get it. I'm not knocking it. I just, it's not something I'm going to take time out of my day to do. But we have Garth Brooks here, Ugly Christmas Sweater for New Tour Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. Country artists, dude, just love the Christmas songs. Just love the Christmas songs, Well, because th- that's their audience, and... They love sticking their hand in your pocket and taking all of your goddamn I care about the troops and Jesus money. That's what they, that's what it is. It's totally what it is. Garth Brooks likes robbing you blind. Downtown at an office party Christmas Eve. Shaking everybody's hand so I could leave. About to say I'd love to stay, but that was when. Pretty little girl from accounting walked in. Ho, ho, ho. There's really nothing better than a beautiful girl in an ugly Christmas sweater. Ho, ho, ho. Now I can't forget her. That beautiful girl in an ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> Bro. One thing I will say, dude, Garth really does have a nice voice. Like, there's oh, no great singer. There's no denying that that dude just great sounds singer. the way country's supposed to sound. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it covered. And I always say this: it covered up the bro country lyrics that he was singing. His songs were every bit as bro country as Kenny Chesney and all these other new douchebags. They were. It's just you like the way, not you in particular, but people like the way he sounds more than they like the way Thomas Rhett sounds. But the songs were exactly the same. I can't forget that beautiful. Here's case in point. Dear God. So I made my way across the room so she might be. And if you don't think he adds a little bit of that twang in when he's singing, of course he does. Of course some of that is staged. So I made my way across the room so she might be. Happily accidentally standing next to me. I grabbed her hand and asked the band to make it swing. Boys jumped up and they started to sing. Ho, ho, ho. Boys, there's nothing 
If you're beautiful, dress well. Take you take your clothes off. Get naked. What are we waiting for here? Like, come on, dude. There's something better than a Christmas sweater at the office Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Look, this is stuff you're not going to hear anywhere else. But if you want to be promoted, I think the best thing to do is get drunk and naked at the office Christmas party. That guy normally CEO is what happens. Like that's you get well up the corporate ladder then. Which is why we were not going to the company Christmas party this year. Stansberry Fanto just drunk, sword fight, naked. Who cares? Oh my god. That's Garth Brooks there. One of the best shows I've ever seen live, by the way. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely make room for Garth being pretty goddamn good live. You've been playing the same songs for the past twenty five years. You better have them, and they're all number one smash <laughs> right. hits. You like it's, it's, it'd be hard to have a bad time. There, got lucky enough to see Garth three different times. So good. I, when I saw his residency in Vegas, I was like legitimately blown away by the performance. He's so good. When the band played something slow, and the next thing that. And right after I tell you how good he is. <laughs> he gives you this. But again, you play this for my mom and like his like actual audience. Like I'm on the I'm like an outlier for what his actual audience is. But like you play this for the people who are like all in on Garth Brooks, they're gonna think this is so clever and so funny. And dude, I guarantee you your mom will love that song. And the next thing that That beautiful girl in an ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, 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 there's nothing better than a beautiful girl in an ugly Christmas sweater. A beautiful girl in an ugly Christmas sweater. I think it's important to take away the real message of this song. What is that? Which is, if you're an ugly bitch, you better wear the <laughs> nicest sweater you can effing find. Only pretty people can get away with the ugly Christmas sweater. If you got true. a mole on your face, you don't wear the ugly Christmas sweater. Phantom, give me the boat there. Not a turd. A couple different things to break down there. A couple so, different things. I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I cannot wait to hear this. A couple different things to break down there. First and foremost, I'm usually anti-new Christmas songs. I just am. I feel yes. like, you know, the best have already been written. You probably just need to cover stuff. Bing Crosby nailed it. Uh, but the fact that, that Garth was able to do a 2016 version of a Christmas song without being... And listen, there's a little bit of like, ugh, 2016 on ugly Christmas sweaters. Ugh. But it's not like, you know, you've seen that meme of like the 2016 nativity set and it's got like hipsters taking pictures of themselves. There I feel was like, a dildo nativity set this week in Mexico. I feel like this is, you know, it, it, it's Christmasy about enough. sticking it to the Lord. It's traditional enough where this could totally get played on a on a Christmas music station, and it could certainly get played on a country Oh, they're not playing station. that on 99.7 right now. That's a huge, huge, huge mistake. And my 1017. You've yeah, got I would play it there. Yeah. You've got two different stations. You've got country and Christmas right now that you can hit that with. And, uh, dude, it sounds like a hit record to me. You're I, spit roasting the Christmas fan. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you within, you know, no, Christmas music takes a little longer than other songs to really become hits because you only have a month and a half to play them. Yeah, but it's I like bet eggnog. You, it's I only bet good you, right now. I bet you five years from now, that song's still getting spun. 
Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say not a turd. I'm I'm gonna say not a turd. I like Christmas music, and uh, I could easily see that playing while my girlfriend's wrapping presents. Thank God. <laughs> I heard rapping and I was like, I, I felt like lips was was the next nope. word. All right. So I, uh, I, I, this is the first time this has ever happened. This is the first time this has ever happened. But you completely changed my mind. Okay. Like you have swayed me. Okay. I'm going to go. I was all set to go full blown turd, but you know, and just yell at Garth and that whole thing. But you made excellent points. Not a turd. Not a turd. There you go. Yay. And there you have it. Brand new, but uh, well, it's actually a cover. Blackstone Cherry does Blue Christmas for you next. Hang on. Side if well, it's a turd or not. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Ending uh, the program and New Turd Tuesday brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. For the holiday season, with a rock band maybe some of you have heard of, maybe some of you haven't. They're called Blackstone Cherry. They're pretty good. Um, plug in and play rock band. And they've covered Blue Christmas. Before we get to that, we should tell you that we played DJ Earworms, United States of Pop 2016. Both voted that a turd. Then played you uh, Garth Brooks, Ugly Christmas Sweater. And we both voted not a turd on that one. I couldn't believe Fantone actually turned me around. He was like the first one to be like, nah, I got to tell you, I actually kind of like that one. There it is, dude. All of a sudden, I'm a big bro country fan. Shoot the dust up. Put a damper in one time. Dude, dude, by the way, did I tell you, have I not told you? That there is a white Chevy Suburban driving around Canton, Ohio, and on the back window is a huge sticker that says, kick the dust up on it. I saw it parked in front of Napoli's yesterday. (laughs) It's... I'm I'm, very, I'm 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 a little surprised and I'm very uh, very happy about that. A big old sticker on the back of it that says "kick the dust up" on it. Every time I see it, I laugh. Every kick time. the dust up. There you go. <laughs> Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. Put it the upper end now. Come on. So we have new Blackstone Cherry for you. Blue Christmas. Now this is uh this is obviously a cover. Let's take a listen to that. Sounds a little uh. TSO-ish. It does, actually. Yeah, it absolutely does. I've always liked this guy's voice. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this just because it's a Christmas song and I don't really care. But like, I've always liked the way he sings. in a Christmas song. You can still hear these. These are quality. They can play. Yeah, they can play. Their first record was pretty good. It seems like rock is like the one format where 
they can't play around. Like, they can't have fun. It's always, like, serious and, like, we're dark and we're mysterious, this and that. And what I mean by that is, like, when you hear bands do that, it just sounds inauthentic. Like, when Brett Eldridge or one of the, like, these country dudes sings, like, a Christmas album, I buy it. But, like, when I hear that, I don't buy that. Well, that's all how serious you take yourself, and rock fans take themselves way too serious. I mean, just way too serious. A little too seriously for the people yeah at the end of the day i mean uh, you know we, we are who we are and like we all kind of you know we've talked about this in the past where rock fans feel like they constantly have to be a badass and it's like dude no you don't it's it's you're not constantly extreme you're nothing like that so like uh, you're right there's something i don't know if it's disingenuine or what it is but there's something that just doesn't click it doesn't yeah it doesn't connect the right way. And I don't know why rock fans that, that think that they need to be hard asses all the time. You're the ones that created the put the lighter in the sky during the ballad. Well, now it's 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 put your e-cig in the sky during the ballad. Which, Stop by the way, did up. you see that the other day? Somebody got kicked off a plane like because of, like a plane had to like land. They had to they had to do an unscheduled landing because an e-cig blew up in somebody's pocket. I uh I was driving down Tusk the other day and I say to my girlfriend, I'm like Babe, oh my god, dude, how much how much weed is that guy smoking? Look at the smoke coming out of his car, and we pull up to him, and he's got an e-cig to his mouth, and I'm like, you, dude, what is wrong with you? You, I, Here I am giving you credit, like, dude, smoke drugs in your car right, like an adult. Right, I hear I'm like, oh, it's daddy fat sacks over here, and no, he's pouring that stupid juice into his e-cig and sucking on that thing. Just a huge dildo in the car. <laughs> Look, Ma, are you proud? I'm smoking this thing with no hands, just like my sister would. That's probably enough. We got to vote. What are, you, what are you voting, buddy? Oh, come on. What are you voting? Oh, I got to vote turd on blue. It's a turd. Yeah, I didn't like it. I'm going. Eh, it's half a turd. Eh, nothing wrong with doing a Christmas song. I mean, honestly, I know it takes away some credibility and the cool points, but dude, there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of rock moms out there that want to have some sort of a Christmassy, you know, song. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure uh, Blackstone Cherry probably opened themselves up to a new uh, fan base. I feel like the moms are going to open themselves up to Blackstone <laughs> Cherry. I feel like that's the way that works. Speaking of my 101.7 Christmas music all the time, they want us to tell you that. Yeah, I didn't record that commercial. I did, and it never got played. Nothing ever happened with right, it. Right, which is why I didn't record it, because I understand my boss has like the, the attention span of like a two-year-old. It's like every three seconds, and he's on to something else. Hey, do this. It's really important. You have to do this Most right now. Most important thing ever. And then I do it, and uh, what? Hey, man, we recorded those. What are you talking about? Like, that's the... All right, you know what? That's our own personal cross to bear. I don't think we should hang ourselves on it in front of the whole entire audience. We are done for the day. Yeah. We will be back at it live tomorrow morning on at 6 a.m. I don't know how long we're going to be here. Though <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I feel like we're pulling out early, like most of your parents should have. And uh, well, but we will be back tomorrow morning, six a.m. on Rock One Hundred Six Nine. You guys have a safe afternoon.